It seems to me there are two kinds of kids walking in this building. Stoop kids and corner kids. Excuse me? No, stoop kids. They're the ones that stay on the front steps when the parents tell them. The others go down to the corners. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to episode 91 of the Student Kids Podcast. I am your co-host, your boy, Rafi. You're kicking it with Kai. And it's Eddie Gordo. Who? Eddie that? Gordo. That sounds familiar. Eddie Gordo. Gordo? From, from not Lizzie McGuire, right? Yeah. His first name is Eddie? Oh, I don't know. Nah, nah you know where near. You're uh, not going to know, Ralph. Malik, uh, Kai might know. Nah, Eddie Gordo. I, I thought the same thing, Lizzie McGuire. Tekken. Nah, Tekken. Oh, Tekken. And this is going to be a one-stop pod for movies, TV, music, video games, and all things in, out, and around the nervous. Gents, yes, gents, gents. Yo, I'm kind of excited about today's episode, man. Yeah? Now's I going. So. I, yeah, I think so. A lot of big shit happened. A lot of big stuff happened, man. We, we missed it yeah. last week. And we finally got around to watching some, you know, movies we probably should have watched a lot earlier, but That's fuck it. That's a fact. I'm still missing a couple movies on my list that I got to watch, man. Yeah, we'll get around to it. It's been a good, like, fall, went fall, I guess. Fall for movies. Yeah, it has been. Uh, no Time to Die. Really good. I feel like that kind of started it off for me. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I'm just playing catch-up for the most part. Like, with the a lot of stuff coming out on Disney and streaming. I'm playing catch-up. I still, I, I watched Eternals recently, which I'll get into later. Um, I still want to watch Last Night in Soho. And I still want to watch The French Dispatch, directed by Wes Anderson. That's my guy right there. Needs to be watched. I got to watch a Wes Anderson movie. And not only that, man, I do want to go to the theaters, man. Like, we got to support these films, man. It's true. You're not going to go. I don't know why you said it's true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> now, that's not true. I don't go to a movie theater. I want to go see No Time to Die. That's different. That's James Bond. Go watch a regular movie. Oh, uh, no, I don't do that. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't do that. You're disgraceful. G, when was the last time you went to the movie theater? Tenet. No, please tell me that's no, not true. I believe true. him. Why would it not be true? Like, why does everybody have to be like you? Yeah, it's true. That was that was the last movie I saw before No Time to Die was Tenet. Really? I believe so. Y'all are killing me, man. I like the, I like the I like I like I like blockbusters seeing blockbusters in theaters. For me, like yeah. when you talk about like smaller like especially like indie films and stuff like that, and, like that like special like niche film, I really enjoy those more at home because I like being able to watch them at my own you know pace. Because if I do, if it's free, then why not? Yeah, but also just like if if I'm not enjoying it, like I like the option of like turning it off, or you know pausing and like watching it at, at my own pace. Well, I think the theater, it like enhances the the viewing experience. I, there there hasn't been maybe like a handful of times where I've gone to a movie theater and I was like, I really don't like this movie. Oh, per, I'll give you a perfect example. So I, I actually used to go to the movie theaters a lot mm-hmm. in college because it's just because it was cheap. It was eight dollar tickets. So. I saw The Grey, you know, Liam Neeson fighting wolves and shit in, mm-hmm. in Alaska. I walked out that movie, I thought it was garbage. Because I was just like, yo, I went to the movie theaters to see this shit. Yeah. But then I watched it at home when it came to Netflix. I was like, this isn't that bad. You know, like, it was the fact that I went to go to theaters and see it. And it's like, it almost felt like a waste of money. Whereas, you know, like, if I at least if I go to see a, a big budget blockbuster and it's shitty, at least it's shit exploding on the screen. Like, going to see Transformers, it's like, all right, I'm seeing this shit explode. On the big screen. I can't really be mad at, at right. the experience, so. But. I think I do a pretty good job as far as me, like, kind of knowing what movies I'm going to like in theaters when I'm not. Because mm. when I do read reviews, I watch trailers, like, extensively before I go go to the movie theater. So, 
The only, t- the, the only time I can remember the last time I didn't like a movie in theaters, I'm just sitting there like, when is this shit going to be over? It was Flight. Oh. With Denzel Washington. You didn't like Flight. I love Flight. I, I didn't like Flight. <laughs> you, yo. I'm a what? <laughs> I was You're in the theater. I'm just like, yo, I'm, I'm ready for this thing to be done, man. I really it was enjoyed fantastic, Flight. fantastic, but you know what? I saw Flight in theaters. I feel like I saw it in theaters too, but I also feel like I didn't. Listen, man, to each zone. How about that? I'm I saw just, it. I saw it when it came to Netflix. I'm just saying, I wasn't a big fan. I mean, yeah, you do love La La Land, so you're right. To each zone. La La Land is a fantastic. <laughs> we will not. We will not slander La La Land at all. Oh, per, uh, perfect example. Yeah, you know, like, um, Whiplash. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I, 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 I don't. I don't. Re- I don't really regret not seeing Whiplash in theaters because to me, Whiplash was so much fun to just like watch on my couch. Yeah, I'm I glad I saw Long Land in theaters, man. I'm really glad I watched Long Land in theaters. I was so happy watching that movie. Yeah, you saw the IMAX. Nah, I still need to watch Long Land in IMAX. I saw. I saw First Man in IMAX. That was pretty cool. <laughs> well, that was made for IMAX. Yeah, it was. It was so funny over there, dude. I'm not understanding the joke. <laughs> you know, just. <laughs> The phrase of words. <laughs> First man, it's a movie. It's the title of a movie by Neil Armstrong. I know. About Neil Armstrong. I know, but it's, also, it's, it's also a collective of, of words that you know you use. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, G, man, cut the shit, man. How was your weekend, bro? Yo, my weekend. My weekend was fire, bro. Um, I went to go ask some family from Africa come, you know. Oh, that's cool. That so we got to see what was going on. One of my um, cousins just got married. Um, so he's out partying in Morocco, doing it real big. Congratulations he, to him. He's partying when I went out of Nevada. Like, shit, he got clout. It's crazy. But um, I'm glad for him. Um, I got to see my family, too. Got to see my dad, my stepmom. Um, got to learn some things about the family over there. That was really the most important. Spend time with, you know, the folks. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did I do Saturday? Uh, practice a couple of new recipes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a Friendsgiving. Um, probably like the day after Thanksgiving. You know, how to how to boil, you know, got the pull up. A word? Word. Yeah, show you, show y'all. You know, show y'all what's going down. I'm not going. I don't. I'll be there, bro. You crazy? Actually, I don't know. We usually have leftovers on my ho- my house too the next day. No, it's kind of like a big call. thing. You don't want you, but you know what? I think maybe Saturday will, 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 might be a better day. Yeah, Saturday, I, I think, think Saturday Saturday's will be a better, better day. day. Yeah, I'm still playing because what I'm gonna do is I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna explain more about it off wax, but um, yeah, Saturday. I'm Fair enough. Glad I spoke about it. Sounds good, Kai. How was your weekend, sir? My well, weekend was cool. Um, nothing, nothing exciting at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Just watch some, watch some good movies. That was about it. What'd you watch? Uh, I'll get to it later, but I watched the you know the lit, the the later the the harder they fall. Mm. Um, and I also caught up on Shang Chi over the weekend. Oh, okay. So what you think? Oh, we'll get into it later. Yeah, we'll, we'll okay, okay. Fair it. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, cool. And uh, does anybody ask how my weekend was? I mean, we I always I always ask about y'all. And then y'all no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Nah, it's very, the, uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. If we go back to a couple episodes, there's been times y'all didn't ask how my weekend. That's was. That's not true. And I'm sad about. Nah, I'd be like, Ralphie, how's your weekend? But me being a professional, I continue on with the. You know, I'm not gonna let you sit here and victimize yourself. I never asked him how his weekend is. You never does. No. So then say G. Don't say it. We. No, y'all. No, I ask you. Y'all are collective. And the crazy part is, I don't even care half the time. I'm just like, you know what? I know how invested Ralphie is into this podcast. So, like. See, that's crazy. Because when I ask how your weekend, I generally want to know, like, I want to make sure my boy Kai's weekend was pretty good, man. Why? What do you mean, why? Just why? Because you're my boy. Come on. You know, you're my guy, man. Nah, I'm fucking with you. How was your weekend? Nah, nah, I won't talk about it. Now you want to. You probably didn't do nothing. What'd you do? I didn't do anything. Exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Wait, what did I do? 
We try to think. I don't think I did anything, bro. Sometimes I played play ball. That was about it. Sometimes you need that, though. Saturday morning, I played ball. What I do? Friday night, I did something. Oh, I went to go watch Eternals. I'm fucking. Oh, there you go. I did. Yeah, I think. I, yeah. What, uh, what theater did you go to? Uh, for that, I went to right there in Lumbrook. Regal. Oh, Regal, okay. Uh, Regal, Regal. Regal's a nice theater. Regal's cool. I got I got AMC's uh, um, gift, gift card. cards. So I, gotta use, I gotta use them shits, man. Me too. But now, like, because Limbrook is so close, I don't feel like driving to Roosevelt Field to watch more. Yeah. And especially yeah. now, like, the holiday start, it's, gonna, it's gonna start getting crazy over there. Like, after, I wanna say, Thanksgiving, you, I'm going to be limiting the times that I drop over there. Unless it's, like, for something important. I'll say this, though. They, just, they recently put in, like, 10, 15 new superchargers for Teslas. Whoa, mm. <laughs> I'm about to park there all the time, my boy. I parked there today and, and, and filled my car up. Oh, did you? It was fantastic, man. You have it attached to your house. What do you mean? The charger. Nah, but super, it, it charges your car in like four, like oh, 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, you can't beat that. Mm. My house will never beat that. <laughs> okay. Disney Disney Plus Day was the other day. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. This is the word on the street. Uh, Disney Plus was uh, Saturday, correct? Friday. It was Friday? You sure it wasn't Saturday? It was Friday. Yeah. We're going to say it was Friday just because, uh, you know, I'm going to kind of be correct for me. <laughs> so, uh, Friday was Disney Plus Day. We had a couple of new announcements. Yes, sir. Um, we had a first look at Moon Knight, starring mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac. Miss Marvel, not sure who the actress is, but, you know, Tatiana about, something. I can't remember yeah? her last name yet. Well, about Kamala Khan. How about that? Oh, um, no, no, sorry. I'm, I was thinking She-Hulk. I don't know what. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't know She-Hulk either. But Bruce yeah. Banner, well, Bruce Banner. Um, Mark Ruffalo's in uh, She-Hulk. And we had a glimpse of Pat, eye-patchless, um... Nick Fury mm-hmm. in Secret Invasion. With hair. With hair. Had, That's right. Had the gray hair. Letting his shit grow up. A little stubble. A little, little stubble. pandemic hair. <laughs> a little pandemic. That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, all right. So with the first look of all these uh, shows, granted, when I say first look, not even a trailer, just like minor like snippets. Like a scissor, a scissor reel, basically. Scissor, yeah. Scissor reel. Exactly. Um, what'd you think? Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, this is all Disney Plus stuff, so it's not really Marvel... I want. I don't want to say it's like MCU MCU stuff, but like, I just don't know where they're taking us with this stuff. You know, like I feel like at least everything that we've gotten from you know the Disney Plus Marvel um, stuff so far is kind of it's leading into something bigger. You know, mm-hmm. um, WandaVision is leading directly into Doctor Strange. Loki two is leading directly into multiverse, probably, and Doctor Strange as well. Um, Captain and the, Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, <laughs> is leading into Captain America Four. You know, yeah. like this. So, I mean, I don't see like Moon Knight. I know Miss Marvels is going to lead into the Marvels, which is going to be her and Captain Marvel. But as far as Moon Knight, She Hulk, um, and Secret Invasion, I don't know if those are going to lead into like movies themselves, mm-hmm. especially the Moon Knight one and the in the She Hulk, because I don't think Hulk is getting another movie ever, probably. Because they have this. I don't know about ever. Well, they have this deal with Universal. Like, they don't want to give Universal money because they own the property. I've heard rumblings of a Planet, of a Planet Hulk. Hulk movie. Yes. Yeah. Which they kind of already did in Thor Ragnarok, but whatever. Which, but I think that was supposed to be World War Hulk, and this would be okay. Planet Hulk. Okay. But what, neither here nor there. I just don't see, I, as of right now, I just don't see the vision, mm-hmm. which, I mean, if it all takes shape, it's that's great. But, um, the Moon Knight look cool because he's white Batman. <laughs> I don't like Oscar Isaac's voice in this thing, man. Well, that's, me, if it is his voice. Right? Well, I think he has the whole thing with Moon Knight is he has multiple personalities, mm-hmm. so that just might be one personality. So, he, oh. so that might that might be one guy. He, like is one his one voice, and he might do like a couple others. 
Gotcha. I mean, listen, I don't know anything about Moon Knight. Me neither. As you can see. Uh, but I'm a big fan of Oscar Isaac. Yeah, I'm, so, it's, it's cool to have him in the MCU. It's weird having him in the MCU, actually. Yeah. He, yeah, he's at, he's at, I feel like he's at a level of prestige where, like, you don't think you'd get him. Because he, right. he could just do anything else. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's almost like if, like, Daniel Craig joined the MCU, in a way. It'll be weird to see. Yeah. It'll be weird to see. But I, I'm excited for it. I like me some uh, Oscar Isaac, man. Good actor right there. Uh, my man, Poe Dameron. Uh, as far as Ms. Marvel's concerned, I didn't really feel for the, the trailer too much. Mm-hmm. Or sizzle reel, whatever. Like, it just didn't look that interesting. I don't know, it looks like a kid show. And maybe it is geared towards kids. I, yeah, I think, well, I think it is. I don't care for it. I mean, it was very interesting because, you know, the sh- uh, Marvel has never really been religious. They've never leaned on any, you know, religious themes at all. Yeah. And uh, one of the big things about Kamala Khan is that she is Muslim. So we saw, like, people praying in a mosque. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Marvel's never given us religious imagery ever. Like, I don't even think we've seen people pray in a church before. Like, in an MCU thing. I don't think so. No. So, um... Can't I, remember, anyway. So, I, I found I found that a little interesting. So, I was like, oh, okay. That, that might be cool to see, like, dive into, you know... Because I think she's she's Pakistani. So, you know, if they want to... If they do play it in that direction of, like, you know, what is it like being, you know, a Pakistani teenage girl in this world with Avengers and mm. being Muslim? And I think that I think that's an interesting direction. Mm. And the show, like, with... Um, Captain America, like with the with the, all the like the overtones of like racial injustice and all that, like Marvel's starting to get a little bit political. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's dope. that's dope if they take that that turn too. Nice, nice. G, so far, what did you think, man? Well, I didn't even really get into into um, any of these shits, bro. I'm not even gonna hold you. Uh, were you um, were you watching it just now? No, I was watching the Proud Family trailer. I was okay. interested in that. All right, fair um, enough. Fair enough. But no, no, no I, I really um. I really can't comment. That's why I didn't really say anything too much because right. I don't really know any of these things. Like, I'm going to look off the bat. Like, you know, Miss Marvel, you know, ha <laughs> um, She-Hulk, <laughs> Moon Knight, like you said, you didn't really know about it. So, um, I mean, hey, it's it's free. What, these are all shows? Yeah, these are all going to be shows. Yeah, these are all Disney Plus shows. So, I give each one episode one and see where it goes from there. That's a good point, That's man. Right. I, 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 he's right. Yeah, I don't really think they're all gonna be entertaining. I haven't been I, disappointed by a show yet. Yeah, there hasn't been one show where I'm like, ah, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, even down to the what if, which I was kind of like apprehensive about at first, and I, even now I was like tuned in week to week. So, no, nah, yeah, these these all look good. And then we also got like you know announcements at you know the other um, Disney Plus series is coming as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we could just talk about like Spider Man freshman year. Which um, is very interesting because we're getting, you know, Peter Parker's origin story in the MCU. In so, animated form, too. Yeah, in animated form. Do you think Tom Holland will come back to voice? I hope Parker? so. How could you not? Mm. I mean, how could he not? I feel like they'll, they'll get the kid that they got to do What If. I think Tom Holland's got to do it, man. Mm. That's his Spider-Man. I mean, granted, the, the What If one is, is his as well, but it's like... I don't know. What If is still, like, its, its own thing. It, it is What If, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't necessarily need Tom Holland, but I think for this, like, you should get Tom Holland. And, like, what else is Tom Holland doing? Yeah. What, for, what, for the animated series? Yeah. That's under Marvel. You think Sony's going to let him do it? No, no, this is coming out on Disney+. Plus. Oh, but Tom Holland's not doing a voice, though, right? Oh, we don't know. It's just... Oh, I thought it was official. I thought it was official that he wasn't doing it. No, 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 no. They, all they did was announce the, the show. They didn't announce, like, if Tom Holland, like, who was voicing it. They didn't even say what it would be about. Cause I, you know, I seen some article and it was like, oh, Tom Holland's not doing it. I thought it was, but you know, articles though. Yeah. It wasn't a really credible source. Oh. Uh, yeah, so, um, 
I mean, but that sounds interesting, though, because um, I mean, well, he'll. I'm assuming he'll be back in his uh, his uh, his onesie from uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, yeah. And I always assume that Vulture was the first supervillain he ever went up against. So maybe we'll see, you know, some. We'll see him go go up against some smaller scale villains, or like I wonder who they'll pick from from the rogues gallery because I feel like they can't go any bigger than Vulture because that kind of sucks the wind out of everything that happened in Homecoming. So that that that'll, that'll be interesting. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah. Um, but gee, since you just watched the trailer for it. Um, Proud Family is being rebooted. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure who the cast is. Penny Proud is that not Kyla Pratt? I think it is. It doesn't I, sound like her. It might, you know, it might be Kiki Palmer. In the original, it was Kyla Pratt. In the original, it was Kyla. Yeah, Pratt. but is it? Oh, is it Kiki Palmer now? It, it might be Kiki Palmer. I know she's in it. I don't know if she's voicing. You don't mm. think it sounded like Penny Proud? Nah, it didn't sound like Penny Proud. Well, I know Tommy Davidson. That has to be Tommy Davidson. His um, he sound older though. Oh, of course. He sounds old. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. That's almost 20 years ago. Or, Man, I don't care, bro. You don't care? He's not supposed to be, get old? Nah. You want him back, don't you? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> so, so you got to get... You gotta get it, it, I mean, realistically... It says, it says Kyle Pratt still Penny Proud. Okay. Well, but she's I mean, old. She's she was a kid older. back then. Yeah, so she, I think we all were. I think she's probably she's probably like 35 now. Damn, that's oh man, that's crazy. I used to have a crush on Kyla Pratt. Oh, me wow. too. She was pretty. Now she a baddie. She is. She is. Well, so gee, since you just watched the, the um, all of us. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, since you just watched the um the trailer, what you think, man? Um, I mean, this is a. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I want to say this. I'm not really looking forward to it because. Uh. Proud family was something great that we grew up with, and it was good for the era. You know what I mean? I feel like now, all it's really good. It's going to be cool, don't get me wrong, but it's probably just going to be kind of like just a revamped version of everything that's going on now with like social media and things like that. That's going to be like forced into the show. So I don't know if it's going to be organically funny like it was in the past. Hopefully it will be, but um, I'm not... Like that trailer it didn't really give me much. Like I didn't laugh one bit. It didn't wasn't enticing. Like remember the Proud Family movie? Remember when the trailers came out for that? That was like, yo, I gotta go see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it didn't do I didn't feel the same way about this one. To be honest. But then again, I didn't really get much from the trailer. Yeah. No, yeah, I I I feel I, I kinda feel the same. I also realized that it's also more adult. I don't know if you guys picked up on that. Like the jokes were more like adult like this doesn't seem like it's for kids the way the Proud Family was. Like, there's like there's a legit like sex joke in this in the trailer, like the uh, when she walks in on, on her parents and they're wearing each other's clothes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what? And then uh, the other joke where Sugar, where Sugar Mama is uh, is brolic and he calls it Sugar Night or Sugar Mama Night or something like that. I'm like, nah, this is so. It seems like they're making this for us more than they're making it for. A younger generation. Could it could it just be adult jokes in a kid show? Because I think the Rugrats used to do that, if I'm not mistaken. Nah, but that was like straight up sexual innuendo. But like, like you, as a kid, you're not going to know what that means. No, but if you go back and watch stuff in the Rugrats now, it's there's not like flat out sex jokes. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, but but also, they've been doing that. Like, they did that with um the iCarly reboot on Paramount+. Plus. Like, I was watching like, oh, cl- yeah. like people was posting clips and it was like, yeah. they're like iCarly and Freddie like like having threesomes and cursing and okay Carly yeah like so that's what I'm saying like I feel like this show might be <laughs> okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to watch this shit 
No, nah, I've never seen like, a second of iCarly in my life. I didn't. I don't like. I don't like. Arcade. He says like only fans. <laughs> That's that was. She was the first one. Oh, that's a fact. She was. <laughs> got her internet game up. It's like, no. Um, I, I'll say this, man. I was actually a, a pretty big uh, Proud Family fan back in the day. I think, I think as we all were. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I agree with you, man. I just, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. And I would still watch episode one like I would for Marvel, like the, the Disney Plus shows. I think more than anything, though, I think watching the reboot is going to make me disappointed. Mm-hmm. And just go back to the old episodes. Yeah, which they're which are on Disney Plus. Right, right, right. That's, I think that's what I'm going to do cuz like I, to me in the trailer maybe I maybe I should listen to it a second time but like Kyla Pratt if she is playing Penny Proud sounds different. Mm-hmm. Um obviously uh, Tommy Davidson sounds older. I mean, it's not these characters, it's not these actors fault, but like it's just not the Penny Proud that I the voice in my head that I'm I'm imagining. Yeah. And then like you know, are you bringing back the Grove sisters are you bringing back? I mean, obviously you are, but like who plays them? And I don't know if all these cast members are still around and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. And, and another point I want to bring up, uh, and I think G kind of leans to, towards it. Like, I feel like so much has happened within, you know, not only just our society, but just also like black culture that it's like, I feel like it's very hard for today for like you to make something that's like, quote unquote, like quote unquote black and not address like certain pinpoints and i also and i don't want that dragging down the show like for example like if they're gonna stop the proud family to have an episode dedicated to police brutality it's like i don't know if i want that mm-hmm. like if, if there's gonna be a black lives matter episode of the proud like because yes the, the proud family did touch on you know subject like certain subject matter like there was an episode with a whole muslim family they did talk about um you know feeling like outcasted and you know you know fitting in and things like that but in in today's like super political time, I feel like in an animated TV show, if like to bring those things up, and and I feel like the stakes are also like higher now, mm-hmm. and also it's like every single like black show that we get or black thing that comes out, like we get that. Like I don't know if we if this needs to be the show for that, mm-hmm. and I don't know this. They could not address any of that stuff at all, but I feel like they would, and I feel like that might detract from the show a little bit because the original Proud Family at the end of the day was just straight up fun yeah you know what I mean and it, and it yeah and it was <laughs> and, and it was kind of great because it was free from politics as a lot of you know stuff was back then so and things are a lot like I feel like a lot of things now are super political and it's like I feel like there might be pressure for the show to be that as well mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be it's a because it's at the end of the day it's a, it's a kid show so I don't know it's just a it's just a concern that would be in the back of my head We'll see how it plays out, man. But, yeah, I'm still on. I'm still checking it out. Another show that I I don't know if you actually watched this show. I know you watched Big Fan of Spider Man all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Were you an X Men guy back in the nineties? Oh, uh, my cousin was. So when he uh, watched it, I watched it. Um, I love the theme song though. I never really got into the show, but I knew about. I watched the new X Men, not the new one. X Men Evolution. Yeah, I watched that because it was on Saturday morning cartoons. I used to watch that because X Men. In the nineties, like that was too young. Like that, I was too young for that. Yeah, that was dark. Yeah, it was no, it was dark. Yeah, it was dark. And I just, I don't yeah, think I was God. watching like cartoons on Saturday mornings yet. I think that didn't start happening until like Pokemon came out. I think it was like a year or two away. I think ninety nine. Yeah. Mm. Um. But anyways, not important. Uh, Disney is going to be reviving the old X Men series, X Men ninety seven. To me, that's the biggest shocker. Like, reviving it? Yeah. That's crazy. Or, see, I don't know if they're going to revive it or they're going to do a continuation of season well, five or I think, Yeah, I think that's what it is. Okay, like, they're going like, to finish it. Yeah, like, straight up, like, bring it back and... Which, that that's crazy to think of. 
Cause that's like that's like saying yo, we're bringing back Batman the animated series from like yeah, ninety. That'd be wild. It would. They should yo HBO Max. What are y'all doing? They might get. Oh no, they're coming. The, him. Uh, they're doing something with J.J. Abrams. They're making a, a Batman. Uh, no, 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 cartoon. no. I need Kevin Conroy. I need Mark Hamill. Oh, that's a fact. And make it happen. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And I need an Arkham Asylum film. Ooh. Animated film. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, but all right. So, did any of us watch the X Men series back in the day? G, did I, you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. All right, so what you think? Are you excited for uh, X-Men 97? No, no, I don't really care. <laughs> That's uh, fair, man. I, I, it was like X-Men was one of those shows I watched just to, you know, it was one of those filler shows. Like, okay, it's on a, it's on a, it's on a Saturday night, you know, line, Saturday morning lineup, but I'm just going to leave it on TV and wait for the show I really want to watch. I got a question for y'all, man. And, and if this is a weird question, then just, like, call me out on it and let me know. But, like, do you think... Cause I'm starting to have this problem now where like I, I just there's so many shows like I want to watch I gotta watch some fall to the wayside because I forget because there's five other shows coming in. Yeah. Do you think we have too much content? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's like, why I think it's too much. But that. But that's why. Like. And I'm not talking. I'm not to control, I'm not talking about yeah. just Disney Plus. I'm talking about no everything. everything. Yeah. Across Netflix, Hulu, right. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yes. 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 Regular fucking cable. Plus. Like- yeah. Well, that's why it's kind of a frustrating ask. Like when someone like asks me, like, "Yo, watch a show." I'm like, no. <laughs> like, like unless like I'm hearing like phenomenal <laughs> things, like, "Yo, it's the greatest television show since sliced bread." It's like you have to watch it. It's 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 a big because it's a tall order. It's like y'all got to, this is shows we talking about. Yeah. Each one's gonna have anywhere from one to twenty two episodes and could potentially go on for four to ten years. It's a, it's a commitment, you know what I mean? So, like, especially if you look back in the day, things were low stakes because we watched cartoons. Like, it didn't matter watching it. We didn't need to come back week to week to week to week to week. And if we did, we did that for, like, maybe, what, one show, two shows? Mm-hmm. Now we got, like, 18... I got, like, 18 shows in the in the reserve. No, so And then, like, you keep throwing more at us. So, yeah, it, it gets kind of crazy. Which is why I kind of like the, the, the miniseries format better. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm starting to like these, you know, you... Watch the show for ten episodes and you're done. Watchmen was great. Yeah, that I kind I kind of like, and they and they also feel like more like events. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, just check this out. Ten episodes, boom. Or even shows like um, you know, David Simon, like HBO's The Deuce, like three seasons done. Mm-hmm. Cool. I can burn through it real quickly. But yeah, it, it, it is a lot. Um, but I will say, as far as the X Men, this is Marvel playing their fourth quarter game because the mutants have to come. The mutants are coming back, and they need to, you know, re introduce them they need to warm people up to because we haven't last x-men film a lot of people got was dark phoenix pooper no one cares big poopy and even though there are very 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 good x-men movies a lot of people would say that even the best x-men movies don't do the x-men justice like the x-men are such a popular t- like they're more popular than the avengers and they probably like are right next to like the justice league mm-hmm. like as far as like comic books go and people don't understand like you know the X-Men go out to space. The X-Men fight aliens. There's dragons. There's space pirates. There's there's so much shit that the movies never got into. And like, uh, so, and, you know, even, uh, whatchamacallit, did get into it. Um, the X-Men show and um, Wolverine and the X-Men, which was a phenomenal mm-hmm. uh, cartoon that was on um, Nickelodeon. But there's, there's, there's a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't know about the X-Men. And if Marvel's going to put them out and reintroduce them to a lot of audiences, they have to kind of warm them up to the idea. Because people still just have the movies in their, the, the, t- the taste of the movies in their mouth, for better or worse. 
So I do think this is a smart idea, definitely. But yeah, there's, there's so much shit that like has happened in like X Men that like they need to warm audiences up for, and it's a, it's a good way to do it. Just keep Brian Singer far away from it. Yes, please. Oh God, no, nasty work, nasty work. Um, and last but not least, as far as Disney Plus Day was concerned, uh, Vader versus Obi Wan rematched, teased in the Obi Wan series. Uh, a little bit of concept art there, I mean, not necessarily a video, but uh, I, I'm ready for this show. Yeah. I don't really care about the. Um, I like. I, I'm, I'm waiting for Mandalorian season three. I don't really care about Boba Fett, even though I'm gonna watch that shit. Um, but Obi Wan, what? Sign me up. You and McGregor coming back into the role. Hayden Christian is coming back as a uh, Darth, uh, Darth Vader. I am ready for this show. I need it ASAP. Yeah. Um, this is gonna sound crazy, but like, this is kind of heartbreaking to say, but like, it's been really hard for me to like care about Star Wars the way that I used to because of like the sequel, the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Um, and you know, Mandalorian season one, while I liked it, it wasn't the greatest thing ever. It was like not until Mandalorian season two that I really get back on board with like liking Star Wars, but like. My love for it still isn't like where it used to be. Like mm-hmm. Star Wars Visions came out and I didn't watch an episode. Me either. The anime thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like I didn't even experiment and watch episode one. Like I just it completely went over my head. And Too I was like content. And I was like, yo, that, but also I was like, that's kinda sad. Like I'm a big Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm really relying on Obi Wan to kinda like get me back into like Star Wars, Star Wars mode. Especially because like even like with you know Bo Fett and the Mandalorians, like that wasn't my favorite. My favorite part's fucking Jedi. Like I like this lightsaber, the Force, you know, yeah. the push and pull between good and evil, and that looks like what this is gonna be. And also like it's not gonna just be a desert show. He's gonna be traveling to other planets, mm-hmm. which is gonna be cool. Yo, like move away from Obi Wan for I know it's called Obi Wan, but let us see some Darth Vader. Like give me a whole Darth Vader episode. I would love a Darth Vader series. I, I just want to see him conquering worlds, like being badass, bro. I just think I think he's too evil to be a <laughs> sole protagonist. He don't gotta be a protagonist. We can just you just gonna have a massacre people for yeah. eight episodes. You, you wanna sign up for that? I mean, yeah. I watch it, but all right, then that's the point. That's all we need. Nah, that's what the comics is for, bro. Nah, I'm not. But why can't I? Why can't I see a live action adaptation of you those can... comics? That, facts. Nah, but like that's what you're not gonna watch. Fucking ten episodes of that. I am. He has no arc. You are. He has no art though. Uh, Kai, you're gonna watch the show, I, but I'm, it's probably not gonna be good. It's gonna be. No, nah, it's not gonna be good. It's, it's not gonna be good. He's not, he has no arc. If I get ten episodes of the last five minutes, first of all, you can't one because that's gonna be that's gonna be boring. That's gonna be boring. Why? That's gonna be boring after episode two. Oh, you hear? That's gonna yeah. That's gonna be boring after episode two. Nah, give me one. Give me an episode. Hey, what the fuck is not breathing like that? <laughs> give me an episode of Darth Vader. You know, just doing Darth Vader shit. That'd be cool. So one episode? Yeah, that's all I need. Of, of just straight Vader? Yeah. You only need 40 minutes of straight Vader. Nah. Count up all the times Vader was in the original trilogy. I'm sure it doesn't even come out to 30 minutes. It don't matter. Nah, really? Yeah. His screen time? Well, he's in a lot in Empire Strikes Back. But count up his screen time. I don't it's know. Pro- it's, it's, pro- it's probably like 30 minutes. Well, that's that's the problem. We need more Darth nah. Vader. The original trilogy is perfect. Is it? Yeah. Is it? It's perfect. The original trilogy is perfect. There's nothing wrong. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. When you look at the sequel and prequel trilogies. Ain't it perfect? <laughs> no, not perfect. But, um, nah, yeah, this is, I'm looking forward to this. This is the show that I'm looking for, next to Mandalorian Season 3. Right. G, looking forward to this? My man, Obi-Wan? Ewan? Is this an animated series? Nah, this is live action, man. Nah, live action, man. Oh, this is live action? It's a yep. fact. In the flesh. I'm gonna see it to believe it. <laughs> I do, I wish they would have dropped the trailer. Even though, they, I think they're still shooting it, right? Yeah, I think they're still shooting Fuck it. Fuck that. 
Give us a video. Give us like, do you remember when um, I don't know if you probably don't remember Ralph because you don't really care about things when they um before they get famous. But um, <laughs> that's facts. It's got a point. But um, but um, I'm always I last to catch up on these things. You remember before when before Section Eighty came out and it was a YouTube video of um of Kendrick in a studio and it was Kendrick and Schoolboy and um it was Merz in the studio and they was playing Ronald Reagan era and then they was playing a little bit of the hook and then. Kendrick was like, nah, 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 I can't give him all of that. I can't give him all of that. Yeah. Like, why can't they do that for us? You feel me? Like, if you want to set, give us a little sneak peek what's going on on set. Let me see somebody trip over a light. You know, that's true, yeah. Let me see the mistakes. Don't wait until after the movie come out to show me the blooper reel. Let me, get, let me get a little something, something. <laughs> all right, that's it. That, that's my spill. But, um, like I said, I'm just saying to believe it because, um... <laughs> Cat with me, but I don't gotta see it. And I definitely don't believe it. Oh. It's getting good reviews. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Hold yeah. on. It's not. It, it's getting good reviews. Eh. All right, mixed to good reviews. So, with that being said, G, are you gonna watch Cat with me? But I am. I'll tell you that right now. It's the first episode. What if it's fire? He's gonna keep watching it. Uh, if it's fire, then yeah, I'll keep watching it. I ain't gonna. They're 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 actually praising the cast. They're saying it's the cast that is like making this show like gr- like really good they're saying spike um john Cho, spike faye valentine and um or jet are like the, the stars of the show which I, obviously they should be but i can't see faye valentine being good man. They're, yo i just said she's the best part of the which show. is crazy because in the trailer she makes me cringe that's crazy they were, they were but, um, that's crazy man she, she don't even she's not even like um I have a dress. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> I need to have naked in the show, bro. That's not an honest adaptation. Write a letter. I'm just, I don't even disagree with you. I just said write that letter. In college, because that's their spirit. Like, listen, I like Faye, but I need a little bit more slutty, all right? I need a little bit more skin, Trust me, if you don't If you don't think Netflix is getting letters like those already, I need a little bit more skin. Y'all don't have Another strike? <laughs> Another employee walk out? Oh, <laughs> well, I actually drove by the Netflix studios in uh, in LA. Yeah, where the people outside? No, nah, it's only outside. I just, oh. I just saw it. Oh, okay. Um, no, nah, they're over there. <laughs> I think they are. Oh, they got fired. <laughs> and hired new people the next day. That's probably what happened. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. We're getting away from Disney Plus now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is the biggest news of the week. Vin Diesel has asked uh, The Rock... Through Instagram, not not didn't call him, didn't text him, just you know, Instagram, uh, to return for Fast Ten, which is the penultimate one because Fast Eleven will be the last one. I have to. F- I, but they need the Rock. I need. Hold on, I want to find the Rock's Instagram post where he said that. With the Vin Diesel's Instagram post. Yeah, Vin Diesel's. Okay, okay. Where is that? Is that like the most recent one? It's gotta be probably second. Oh no, I, I think I found it. You gonna read it? Ah, hold on, I gotta I gotta grab it off my phone. I can't grab it. Off oh phone. come on! Stall, 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 stall. Talk about it. Well, uh, yeah, so Vin Diesel's... Wait, so, wait, so, sorry. Vin Diesel DM'd The Rock? Like, yo, I nah, nah, nah. He, he made a post. He made a post, like a little letter, and was like... I got it. Hold on. I want to read it. Okay. Live on air. <clears throat> and I'm going to break this down, because this is... <laughs> Hold on. Go for it. <clears throat> My little brother. First of all, that's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, calling The Rock your little brother is oh fucking sick. Yo, The Rock is at least 6'13", and he going to call him little. At least 300 pounds of solid... Yo, first of all, chiseled muscle. Fuck Fast Five. The Rock will beat the brakes off of Vin Diesel. Oh, absolutely. Fat ass Vin Diesel. <laughs> Yo, old Vin Diesel is 
Oh, old Vin Diesel's chubby, bro. Hold on, hold on. Okay. My little brother, Dwayne. Disrespectful, bro. He said my little brother, du- And then he called him out by the government. Dwayne. <laughs> bro, the rock will fuck you up if you call him Dwayne in the street. That's a fact. <clears throat> anyway. Yo, Dwayne. That's Shazam shit that Black Adam shit. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. My little brother, Dwayne. The time has come. The world awaits the finale of Fast 10. Does it? No. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There is not a holiday that goes by that they and you don't send well wishes. But the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. Paul. I swore that we would reach and manifest the best Fast in the finale that is 10. I say this out of love. But you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. You very have, you have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. Hashtag family. That's, that's amazing. P.S. When your bald ass shows up, oh, bring the Coronas. Ooh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You really said that? No. Yo, Vinzy, shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> Time to fulfill your destiny. Shut up. Nigga, what are you, Yoda? Yo, Vinzy, tell me Emperor Palpatine. Listen, hit the treadmill. Worry about yourself. Um, Your kids don't call him Uncle Dwayne. I want to hear that shit. In the house. In the house. They don't call him Uncle Dwayne. They call him probably father. Wow. That's OD. That's OD, bro. Yo, Vince will come after you. What's that? I don't care about Vin Diesel. I don't care about Gru. <laughs> you think Vin Diesel will watch you? I'll knock out Vin Diesel. No, nah, don't do that. Well, not Listen, I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. I'll beat I'll, I'll knock out Vin Diesel. <laughs> stop. Stop. No, you're not. You're not beating up Vin Diesel, bro. <laughs> I'll beat up Vin Diesel. I'll beat up Vin Diesel. Bro. All right, stop it. Right. Vin Diesel 2021? He can still beat you up, No, bro. he's not, bro. Right. He's fat. Right. He's out of shape. All right, Ralph. Bro, I don't think he's the ultimate fight over here. He can beat up Vin Diesel. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not even entertaining this bullshit. He come right down to your basement and throw your couch at you. That's he's, not, he's, he's not throwing the couch at me, bro. I hope, he, I hope him and uh, John Cena jump. He's going to come down at least with, with three Coronas and a cheeseburger in his hand. <laughs> so his hand's not going to be free. I'm going to smack the shit out of him. Then what he going to do? Go eat you. No, he's going he's gonna, to... Michelle! <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, please! <laughs> no, he's going to be Letty. She's going to be like, we're not married, fucking bozo. Just a movie. <laughs> Just wait for the next movie, you idiot. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Dwayne, don't do it, man. Just do Hobbs. Just do Hobbs and Shaw too, and call it a day. Well, he said after he said he actually only wants to do one more of those. I said he also. That's what he needs to do. Yeah, well, do a trilogy. Listen, I don't even care about Fast Ten or Eleven, to be honest with you. Well, no. It, well, he's making it sound like Fast Ten is the last one. As far as I know, Fast Eleven is the last. That's one. what I thought. <laughs> um. So I don't know what what he needs. Uh, honestly, he's probably gonna bring him back just to kill him off. Nah. Fast yeah. Eleven is a new generation. That's why. I don't care about Fast and Furious no more. Um, what did the last five one, years ago? What, what did the last one do as far as numbers? Because to me, this is very telling. You don't ask the Rock. You don't beg the Rock to come back in an Instagram post calling him your little brother unless the last movie didn't do that well. And you need that the Rock's is that the Rock's extra. He's begging him. That's what look like to me. He's begging Rock, please, please come back. Oh no, that's this movie made a lot of fucking money. So no, nah, yeah. Well, what's a lot of money? You made, made yeah, seven, seven, one million. million. They don't need the rock. Yeah, well, I mean he probably would have pushed it to a billion. He probably would have. That's like three. What was that? That that song? 
That's more than three times on their budget. Yeah, they. they uh, but you also got to add like an extra hundred million for for marketing. So yeah. It's part still, man. Yeah. Bro- after the budget. Yeah, after budget. Yeah, they, they they promote the hell out of these movies. Yeah, man. marketing probably goes into. But Vin Diesel needs to shut up, <laughs> and just like call him, or apologize. Yeah, call him, yeah, call him and apologize. Because apparently, I don't know if you guys know the backstory, but apparently Vin Diesel is a diva on set, which I'm not gonna say I believe Vin, but I think The Rock, from what I've seen, from what I've heard, as far as like Instagram shit, his coworkers, like no one have ever has anything bad to say about The Rock. Yeah, in my opinion. Well, the, I heard the story was that Vin Diesel tried to get method. And he was trying to push, he was trying to, I guess, J.K. Simmons and whiplash them, like, trying to get the best performance out of them. And he was, like, irritating people. And then he just did it to The Rock, who was the wrong one. Cause, or the right one, depending on your look. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> I can fuck you up. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. so. Um, but, yeah, this Instagram post is funny from, you know, him being Uncle Dwayne. Like, yo, stop calling me Dwayne. Uncle Dwayne. Like, it's just not a good look for the Fast franchise. Because then you got fucking Tyrese crying over there talking about, I don't want The Rock on my thing anymore. Yeah. Well, no, he was mad that The Rock left to do Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, but he don't want him back no more. Who the fuck cares what Tyrese I don't care what Tyrese said. And I like Tyrese in the movies. Don't get me wrong. Now you kill uh, him off. Wow. I I didn't say that. You can kill Tyrese's character. Nah, he's the comic relief. Nah. Ludacris, you can kill him off. (laughs) <laughs> no, but that, no, but you need Tyrese in that movie. He's comic relief. Tyrese is annoying, bro. He he's funny. Though. Sometimes annoying. he's funny. God, you really you would kill off Tyrese? Oh my god! I hope they never hire you to write a movie, a fast movie. Oh yeah, they know I'm wrong. I kill I kill half the cast. Don't play with kill me. kill Vin easily. Right? Kill Vin and then make the Rock the the main character of the whole thing. <laughs> That's probably to play that for. That's probably why they fought. Turn that shit into Suicide Squad. You feel me? Oh, that's a fact. And I'm bringing back Idris Elba. Right. It's, it's just, I'm just gonna land. Oh, he's just gonna crash on the satellite. That's just a fact. After cash, <laughs> he's just gonna step over them. Vinny is just shut up. Just the moral of the story. Shut up. <laughs> you guys like my my narration? Though? Good job, man. Thank you. I pre no, that was good. I used to be scared to read in front of the class. No, you weren't. No, you know what I used to do? I used, I used to do the shit where like, I used to read ahead when I knew my part was coming yeah. and like practice. <laughs> like I had a ton of shit on me. I used to like it. I used to like reading class. I'm like, yeah, all right, my moment's come. Wait, Ralph, you was able to? <laughs> See, that was a better joke than the other one. That was a good that was, that was decent. <laughs> that, that was G, when you, G, when you make good jokes, I'll acknowledge them. <laughs> Anyways. You got, got passing full cell awards. <laughs> Moving on. I, I, know, I, know, I know the three ones is tricky. I know once you got into 12th grade, you, you see, like, G, right, like you're funny, but then like you keep the, the joke going, it doesn't make it funny anymore. You gotta know when to stop. I just want to make sure. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, academic challenges. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> uh, the new Predator prequel uh, is officially uh, titled Prey. <laughs> who, put, who put this on the thing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> who, who put this on the fucking. The, the, the word in the street. I don't care about this. God, did you do this? Nah, it was G. G, don't, take this shit off my things. You know I ain't put that on there. Do that. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the predator. You know or prey. Nah, but they fighting Native Americans I don't now. care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I swear to you, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. It's a prequel. It takes place 300 years before... You're lying. I'm not even joking. Yes, Cap. It, it takes 300... It, it takes place 300, uh, 300 years like prior to now. And they're, they're going up against the Native Americans. I'm not even playing. So no, so no casinos. No casinos. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yes. That's, that's why, terrible. Yeah. So niggas with bows and arrows got to fight the predators. 
I'll send a check. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yo, the Conlon's gonna be like, oh shit, we don't gotta work that hard no more. Well, that's why the, the what's the white dude from Pocahontas? The, uh, oh, um, John Smith. <laughs> He's going down with the predators and shit. So what's up, him? Yo, take care of the, the uh, those people over here real quick. <laughs> yeah, so we try to settle this thing called Americas. <laughs> this is the real story. He's the bulls over here. They said they've been here first. I don't believe him. Just get rid of them for me, please. Damn. Yo, you serious though? No, I'm being dead serious. I'm not even joking. That is a terrible <laughs> way to start this movie. I'm not. I'm not even playing. Like, what are they gonna do with the bow and arrows? Well, they're just gonna bounce off the they, they shield or whatever, and then what? I don't know. They gonna burn all the TPs to the ground, bro? That's crazy. Uh, the, and the director is um Dan Trachtenberg, who did Ten Cloverfield Lane and stuff like that. Oh God, this is he a terrible start. Lane? Yeah, which is a good movie. I'm worried about yeah, this film. Oh, but I just want to know why we're we talking about it. That's what I want to know. Um, I do think it's coming. Yeah, it's coming straight to the streaming services. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, this changes the trajectory of it then. It's free. Oh, it's free. Yeah. I still want to watch it. Oh, okay, shit. okay. Uh, here's the here's the logline. All right. Set in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Oh, no. The action thriller follows Naru, the skilled warrior who fiercely <laughs> protects his tribe against a highly evolved alien. Naru's no, going to get smoked. <laughs> it's going to get smoked. Oh, no. Never's gonna get smoked. Oh my god! But you're watching this when it comes to Hulu. Absolutely not. You're not gonna watch this on Hulu to to watch Naru get smoked. Who's I'm playing a, Naru. I don't know. Hope it's not someone I like. Nah, he's gonna die in ten minutes. This is gonna be the quickest movie ever. I'm gonna watch this. This movie's gonna be done in twenty minutes. I'm gonna watch it. I got twenty minutes time. Quickly with one predator. Take a, a whole tree, a tribe of uh, uh, Massapequins or whatever they call Massapequins. Yeah, you stupid, bro. Massapequins. <laughs> Ronkonkomans. Montauks. <laughs> the Montauks. All of them. They should have said this in Montauk. Oh my god. Had the finale at the lighthouse. <laughs> Yo, you stupid. This is terrible. This is terrible, bro. You didn't, you didn't see it yet. Chill out. You didn't even see it yet. No, I'm not. No, not, I don't mean the movie. The premise is terrible. Yeah. Are you serious? The, the the issue is like if the, Arnold Schwarzenegger can't take out the Predator himself, was, yeah. Or, you gonna tell me Naru's gonna take him out from 1800 or whatever? Because yeah, Naru's gonna get even, even if he defeats the Predator, he's gonna get conquered by the fucking the white man. The white man. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Don't tell me that this thing is gonna be able to kill an alien Predator. That's what I was about to say. Don't tell me that this nigga's gonna kill the predator, but but the white man gonna give him a problem. Yeah, bro. Imagine, no yo, matter what, it's a bad. Yo, end. imagine if the imagine if the movie ends right and he kills the predator successfully, and he just stands at he stands at the water, he drops to his knees, and he's like, "Yes, I did it." And then all you hear, all you do, all you see is a big ass ship come out the clouds. That's the real one. It's Christopher Columbus, and the movie just cuts to black. It's gonna fuck. Goddamn space! No, 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 but now, now he takes, now he takes the predator blood, wipes on him. The real hunt begins. <laughs> Next sequel. Now he's the predator. Now tell me you wouldn't watch a sequel of Naru hunting colonial, uh, hunting colonists. So he could lose in the end. It don't make no sense, bro. You know what? You know what? That would be a fire movie, though. 
No, because all Christopher Columbus is going to do is give him disease, and that's it. He's going to die. <laughs> nah, nah, but that's, what if the Indians win? I mean, we, we have an alternate future. Spoiler alert. Right. The Indians are not winning this movie, bro. <laughs> Native Americans. I'm sorry. You're right. Native Americans. They're not winning at the end of this movie. Oh, shit. That was funny, though. That was. That's great. Yo, that's, that's aren't you great. glad I put this on there? Uh, somewhat. Because I didn't know the premise of this. Yeah, that, that's why I put it on there. Okay, okay, like, okay. Nah, this, this is too good. Yeah. This is jokes. Like, well, yo, why are, you, why are you assuming, bro? Like, you did it for a reason. Nah, because Kyle be putting some shit on here sometimes. That it's just like, man. I be testing the water sometimes. Cause you yeah, know what? I appreciate it sometimes, but yeah. this time I was like, nah, bro. Nah, cause I'm you know what? I don't like I don't like when it's just all Marvel and Disney stuff. Cause I, I feel like I that's agree. it's that every week. So I, I gotta put something on there, stir the pot. Like well, I appreciate this. Thank you, sir. Thank that, you. that that brought up a good uh, a laugh to my my uh, my now, soul. Now let's get to the main topic. <laughs> Poor Naru. Naru. She hard. It's not hard, bro. Gonna no, die no, a hard no, death. I'm sorry. Before we get to the main topic. Who was the main villain? Who was Spice Nemesis? Vicious. 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 Yeah, I know, but they're making a new one. Fantastic. For what the old one was fire? I mean, if it's a continuation of the old one. Ah, yeah, I thought the old one was great. The old one was fire. Yeah. Alright, we'll see. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up right now. Well, while you do that. Oh, also, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Um, There was one last piece of news. Uh, There was a a first look at the Mobile Suit Gundam uh, anime that live action that's coming to Netflix. G. Looks like Transformers. Gundam is not, I mean, it's going to have a better script than Transformers, but I don't think it's something that, that should be done on live action. I agree. I don't want to see a giant robot with a lightsaber in real life. That's yeah. just a, yeah. It, it, wait, so you, you, said, you said it's a live action trailer? No, 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 it's just, it's just a, like a, a poster. Oh, yeah, I've seen that, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, we got Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for that, man. Yeah, Voltron. Voltron, that's a fact. They never did live action. It was a live action Voltron? No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. But, uh. Anyway. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to be the old one, too. It's not even supposed to be the same as the new one. So, I guess the old model? Yeah. I remember that trailer. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to that either. (laughs) Why do they keep doing this live action shit? Like, they keep dumping money into shit that nobody wants. No, 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 because idiots like us will watch it. Out of pure curiosity. Yeah. And And that's it. That's all it is. You know what? I'm, I'm not watching Cowboy Bebop. I'm boycotting all this. You're lying, bro. They got to feed the podcast you community. You think I'm lying? You think I won't watch that? No, he will not watch it. That, that's just out of being stubborn. Yeah, but he he won't do it. If me if me and Kai come on the episode next week and say, "Yo, this 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 show was lit, this fire, whatever the case is," which we probably won't say, no. but if we did say that the show was amazing, you wouldn't watch it. To prove my point, no. I oh, that's just stubbornness right there. That's yeah. just, no, that's not, just I, I know, but, but you know, it's stubborn. But I honestly feel that way. Like, I, I feel like I feel like all these live action shows are just tarnishing the reputation of all the shows that I loved and grew up with. To keep it above, nothing. I, what what live action show has come close to being as good as the animation? Let me know. None. You're right. You're right. Exactly. So so why do you keep doing this? Like, it's just, to me, it's a waste of money. We could be feeding. We could be putting. All the dudes in LA, all the homeless dudes in LA, they could all have tents, but they keep making this bull. Cheap to tent, tents are cheap to me. Hmm. I said tents are cheap to me. Tent from 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 my home people. Yeah. Yeah, you feel like I don't. 
I don't get it. So you know what? I, I guess I'm, I'm on. I'm on. Um, I'm like Yui right now. I'm on my soapbox. I'm not watching <laughs> any live action renditions of animated series. At least watch. At least watch Cowboy Bebop. And then if that's not good, then swear it off for life. There you go. For life. Yeah. Because wow. after that, because you know what you know you know what else is coming up too, right? Akira. What? One Piece. Yeah, that's gonna be Cheeks too. Oh, One they not even finished. They announced the cast for that already. Yeah. Yeah. Like I never watched Cheeks. One Piece, so I don't really care about it. No, no, but you know what? I, yo, I'm. I really would. You guys would really enjoy it if you did. It's hard to get people to watch it. Cause it's not hundred um, episodes. It's like a thousand I mean, episodes, but bro. You know what? But, but, but like, relax. Like nobody's telling you to binge it. Like nobody's telling you to. And even so, there's three episodes that you skip. There's three movies that you skip. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but do you know how wild of a statement that is, bro? There's three yeah. movies you can skip. No, I'm sorry. There's three movies you can watch and skip. Your to skip the yes. but. but Yo, yo, G, just make peace with the fact that I will never watch One Piece. But, but it's okay. You'll never watch it. But I must tell you, it's the show that has some of the best character development, story, plot. Does it? I'm not going to say it, but it doesn't. I mean, if you, got, if you have 700 episodes, God, you better have some good character development. <laughs> yeah. You better have a hell of a character arc. You're watching them in their everyday life. <laughs> like, like, concepts of slavery. Um, um, what do you call it? Archaeology, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's it's caste systems. Like it really gets it really gets there. Like the whole underworld, the whole brokers. Like it really it really gets there. Slavery, like it's it's, it's it's that show. So that then honestly, because of that, I yo we'll see about this Cowboy Bebop shit. Cowboy Bebop is about to all of them all, and I'm writing I'm writing a very discerning letter to Netflix. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. And I'll prove Rita G. I got you. Nah, I'm gonna let Ralph do it. Oh, God. Wait, wait what was Ralph's it? Ralph's a pretty good proofreader. Yeah, what's the, you, told, you, said, you said shit to me to proofread. I know. <laughs> Kai is terrible just, at grammar. He just, he just can't articulate it verbally. That's what it really is. That's what it is. Y'all done, man? I'm getting real tired of y'all, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what, Ralph? Yeah, I want everybody to know that. I, yo, I love Ralph. Ralph is like a brother to me, you know? It's not me, <laughs> Is that still around, Hooked on Phonics? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but we can find it for you. What was the other shit that if you want to learn language? Rosetta Stone. Yeah, I used to see commercials for that all the time. Rosetta Stone was fire, Rosetta Stone, that's a fact. Alright, man, y'all ready for the, the, the main topic of the week? Or Absolutely. main topics, rather. Um, so we're just going to review, review, review. Yeah, some... Uh, Movies? No. Okay, two movies and, and an album. And an album. Yes, yes, yes. What y'all want to start with? Let's start with uh, Shang Chi. It's overdue. Let's let's start with Shang Chi. Shang Chi? Yeah, it's overdue. You should have read it fucking months ago. Yeah, that's true. Because <coughs> y'all didn't watch it. Yep. Bozos. Yep. And you. Because you know why? Because wow. we don't go to the movie theaters anytime a handsome man is on screen. <laughs> that's true. We don't. So I do is what you're interested. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This guy says Simon Lou, sum me up. <laughs> sum me up, Simon. <laughs> Yo, y'all are fucking stupid. All right. Well, let's talk about Shang Chi and the, ten, and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes, sir. Um, ten Rings, baby. So 
Kai, I'm going to let you start because you watched it recently. I think I kind of gave it like a mini review when it first came out. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, so you watch it. It's fresh in your head. G, mm-hmm. did you watch this movie over the weekend as well? Yeah, just watch it. My man, perfect. All right, so I'm going to let y'all talk about this more often. And I'll just chime in. But uh, Andrew, what are your thoughts on it? It was cool. It was good. Um, It's it's nowhere in like my pantheon of like f- all-time favorite Marvel movies or even superhero movies. by mm-hmm. But it was a fun action-adventure and I will say, it didn't really feel like a superhero movie at any point. You know, he has a hero's journey. But this could have been anything. Um, if you took the MCU logo off of this movie, it could have just been a really fun, you know, mystical movie. Yeah. Kung fu movie. Um, I enjoyed the cast. Aquafina is great, um, as I expected her to be. Uh, Simon Yu, I think that's how you pronounce his, his name, the lead um, he's got he's leading man material. I didn't I didn't know him outside of this. Even when they casted him, I was like, uh, who? Like, mm-hmm. um, but he was a good choice. Um, the, all the all the actors do their do their jobs. Um, special shout outs to uh, the the actor that played Wen Wu, the Mandarin, Tony Tony Lung, Tony Lang. Tony Lung. Okay, uh, did a fantastic job. Really really solid villain. Mm-hmm. Um, really good motivations. I was really impressed by that. I was kind of concerned. My concern with this movie was the kung fu. Um, I was just like, yeah, are they gonna pull it off? It's not the it, to me. It's still not like the best. It's not like it's not even like the Matrix to me because I just recently watched that. But it's some really good, solid hand to hand combat. Uh, some really cool action sequences. Um, I like that the stakes are there. Really cool third act. Um, I did. You did mention this though. Like at a certain point, the movie stops. Um, being a kung fu action mm-hmm. movie and just becomes a full on like mystical magic movie yeah. and and that's where it kind of turns into like a full on like I guess superhero turns into superhero CGI mode. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of disappointing because like I was really enjoying the kung fu stuff. Like I just liked it when he didn't have powers. Um, but yeah, a, a, a solid a solid um, addition to you know the the MCU I would say. Um, between, I was going back and forth whether or not I like this or Black Widow more because I really did like Black Widow. Um, I'll, I'll give it to this because you know what this this took a big this 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 did take a big risk. Black Widow, you know, it had you know uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier and a whole bunch of spy movies before it to kind of like emulate. This movie was kind of like uncharted territory for the MCU completely, and they kind of just straight up went for it. Um, so shout outs to them and just like you know the reliance on you know how closely it stuck to like Asian and Chinese culture was just like great like down to the point where it's like the movie opens up with subtitles and like because one thing I'll drive me nuts is like when characters are in like their native country speak English English, like like and and the only reason they're speaking English is because the ignorant ass fucking Americans like us don't want to read subtitles like me yeah I'll I'll admit that and they were like no uh, these characters are going to talk speak uh, Mandarin because this is where they are and this is and and it's it's stuck to their guns with that actually kind of reminded me of um uh Inglorious Bastards because Inglorious Bastards yeah. did that a lot like okay we're in this country we're gonna speak French yeah because we're in France mm-hmm. we're not gonna speak English because the audience uh understands English so uh that was really cool and um yeah I, I, I thought it was I kind of felt like what you know Black Panther kind of did for um the black community and just like it's in terms of representation and, and cultural significance, it kind of not that these are the same movie, but um, I felt like Shang Chi probably did the same thing for the Asian community. You know, gave 
uh, gave them a, gave them a hero and you know an accurate depiction of their culture. Mm-hmm. So that that was dope. It actually reminded me G of uh, Raya a lot. Raya the Last Dragon. Yeah, no, I really did. Yeah, too. I got a which Aquafina is also in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I, you know it, it was also part of that too. I, honestly, honestly, Aquafina is probably my favorite character in this movie. Like just just her corbiness and her funniness really really was able to help like pace the movie along very yeah. very like. Uh, and it was it was a more it was an it was more of an emotional movie than I thought it would be. Like, I didn't... Mm-hmm. There's parts in this movie I was, like, getting choked up. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I wasn't expecting that. Like, especially stuff with, like, like the sister and the mom and just, like, the father's pain and anguish when his... Spoiler alert, by the way. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers f- and moving forward even with the next movie as well, but yeah. Yeah. Um, when the father, you know, loses his wife and he's, like, blaming it on this fucking eight-year-old son and it's just, like... You blame him, but you don't blame him because he's like, yo, I've been training you to be a, like. If only I trained you to be a killer, like you could have probably killed these men and like, yeah. And just you know, it was it was all cool and like even the way it like tied back into the first Iron Man was really cool because mm-hmm. that was one of my things. I was like, wait, is this the same ten? Like, are they gonna address Iron Man three? And I was like, I love when they did that. Mm-hmm. I love that Trevor Slattery's in this movie. That was really dope. Uh, so we kind of got like a book into Iron Man's story, like closed out for good. Um. There was only there, the, my one criticism was probably like during the third act, there were parts where like the movie should have been like dead dead serious, and it, like Marvel had to Marvel and like throw a joke in there, and I was like that's not funny. It's yeah. like oh it was the scene where um the 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 drag the the evil dragon comes out and starts fucking shit up and killing everyone, and Trevor's lying on the ground playing dead, and he's like shh play dead, and, but he's lying next to like real dead people, and I'm yeah. like that's not funny. I mean, it, like that was kind of funny. it's kind of funny. Right? I, was, I was laughing. It was, it was, I was laughing because you know what? It was like in that moment I was feeling the tension, and then like they kind of sucked the air. It took out you of out of it. it. It took me out of it. Okay, they did that's that. fair. And you know what? But Marvel does that shit all the fucking time, and mm-hmm. it, it annoys me. It's like it's just when they use the humor. But um, the bus fight was really cool. I thought the bus fight was yeah. one of the best action sequences in all of the MCU. See, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that. I was as just, far as like straight up hand to hand combat. Yeah, but like as far as like the escalation of like everything with the bus and it, I, I was just like, oh, it's a cool, it's a cool hand hand fight sequence. Um, like I said, this isn't like any of the best like hand to hand combat that I've seen in a movie. Like it's nowhere, it's not the raid, the raid redemption. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, it's not even the Matrix. But as far as the MCU goes, yes, it it is very good. And it was surprising because I didn't think it was gonna go full on mystical like that took me for another that took me for like that was a big twist to me i was like oh i did not know this was what this movie was gonna be i mm-hmm. thought it was going to be a kung fu movie about them fighting a terrorist organization and he has these you know mythical rings or whatever yeah i didn't think it was gonna go into the sacred land and all this other stuff so oh and also shout out to um like the they had like small homages to like uh crouching tiger hidden dragon which was really cool like i love the underground fight club it was, it was a very visual visually striking movie too um, nice, very nice. Uh, G, what'd you think, man? Um, I mean, similar to what Kyle was saying, that I feel like this was definitely Marvel's ode to just Chinese culture in general with this movie. Like, they really did a great job executing on both lanes. Like, I feel like when I look at this, this is kind of like 
this this is a movie that makes me want to go watch a kung fu movie. Yeah. You know, from, you know, and also the mythical side where just the Chinese mythology, like you know, with, you know, you see the dogs that look like Argon Arcanine, and those are dogs, you know, yeah, for, for for protection and things like that, and just even the deer and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, I've seen this in a whole bunch of like anime or video games and stuff, and I'm like, oh, it's right here in Marvel. Like somebody knew what they were doing and they did it right. And um. Um, the, the story was amazing. Even even the dad, like you, you really felt for him. You really saw this man as you know somebody that lost the love of his life. You know, when, when we when we think about it, you know, you, we tend to fall with a woman. Like we tend to think as a man, okay, I'm stirring. This is me, but you know, you fall for a woman that makes you change your ways, and he's finally done that. Man, and then he, lo- he loses it to his past. It's just like why wow. it's a cliche, but you know, it's. It, it makes sense, and it, it was it was so well written, and him taking out that rage on his not taking the rage out on his son, but you know now it's kind of like okay, the parent that um couldn't get into Hollywood, so now they're trying to um get their daughter you know to be an actress, where it's just like oh no, I couldn't protect her, so I'm gonna make my son you know a, a freaking killing machine and have him actually go out and kill the people that you know that murdered his mom you know that that's insane i mean we all you know we all saw it in the beginning the um the, the m8 you know cherry red grand cool was amazing I, 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 was, I thought that was gonna be trying to um 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 Shang-Chi's, um i knew that was a, he's a valet bro i knew that was gonna be bro a shake she's gonna be driving a cherry I mean, I knew m8 he was a valet until i watched the movie you know what i mean but he's a valet gear in a trailer Oh, you, I, I, you know what? I, I was. I guess I was really paying attention. You don't watch trailers. Like I, I thought. I thought because I'm thinking. You know, his dad is all just you know whole you know freaking syndicate. So I'm thinking, all right, he still got that money. I didn't know that he was estranged from his family. So mm-hmm. you know, watching this some more. But um, talked about the culture that even you know Kyrie already brought up the Iron Man three reference. Although that was cool, and then you know how the meaning he really felt by by that, and it was just like yo, they. They, they paint some picture of me. You know, I've been around for for, for millennium, out here taking out, you know, appropriating me, take, take, you know, taking out Ma, Ma, Mao Zedong, and you know, all, all, all of them, and then now they're gonna compare me to an orange. I thought that was like mm-hmm. spot on, perfect. Um, I'm trying to think about anything else I can think about this movie. Um, I wish they didn't even, kill him. Even, I'm sorry, what you said? No, I said I wish they didn't kill the Mandarin. I was kind of disappointed when he like I thought they should have like like locked him up or something, but I I don't think he should have died. It was time for him to go. He was watching. Yeah, well, yeah, he was ten thousand years old or whatever, but very old. Yeah, facts. I, I I also hated that the last boss, I guess you could say, was a fucking dragon. <laughs> like I really wanted that final fight to just be, uh, oh, okay, father versus but son. You know, but you know, I'm like, it's a Marvel movie. It's a superhero. Yeah, movie. you it need has to be a bigger, you know. But you know what? Yeah, and sometimes like I think it's time for Marvel to kind of get away from that, like. You can get like there's plenty of movies that give us like very intimate, you know, fi- like climaxes, like Ant Man. Yeah, just like yeah. yo, especially like in something like Father and Son, they could just fight. Mm-hmm. I'm cool because you got the battle going on in the background anyway. So, but um, two things. There was a lot of. I'm sorry. There was a lot of um. I, I guess Marvel switched sponsorship now because they used to be Team Audi. Now it's Team BMW. Oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that either. There's a lot of yeah. They, they had the um the X. You're right. You're right. Because they, they steal the guy's they had car. The X, the, the, what the X three on it? No, it was the I three on there. Yeah, you're right. They're all driving BMWs. Yeah, they, they had a lot. Yeah, they had a lot of um, BMWs on there. Um, I'll just touch on two things. One, uh, I agree with Kai, man. Just like the um, 
you feel for the Mandarin. Like, he has, like, a legitimate... Not a legitimate gripe, but it's like... You feel for him. Like, he's trying to get he's, his wife he's back. Physically, he's literally hearing his wife, like, calling out for him. Yeah. And it's like, how could you not pursue that? Like, even though it sounds crazy... This man's been alive for 10,000 years, so... He's seen crazy, so... He's seen crazy, so, like... Right. It, it's not that far-fetched for him to believe that. So, like, yeah. I kind of feel for him. Yeah. Like, he's, he is a bad guy in a sense, but, like, others... Like, he's not, really. Like, he's trying to be... Well, he, he's, he's trying to save his wife. Yeah. Well, no, he's a... Yes, He's I, a bad guy. He but, is. But, but he gives... His intentions aren't the worst. Yeah. It's not well, Black Panther level. It's not a, a Killmonger kill level. level. Well, no, the, the whole thing was... No, he is a he's a villain, of course. But I'm just saying, okay, like okay, okay, the okay. reason why, like the reason all this is happening is because like he's just trying to get his wife back, and I can feel for that. I get well, it. well, I also feel for the thing where it's like, you know, you live in a world where like you do evil things, and you know most people want you to not do evil things. Mm-hmm. So he stops. He stops. He finds a wife, and his past catches up with him, and it like takes the only thing that kept. Takes the only thing that gave him peace, right? And it's like, oh, word, like, damn. Well, I tried it this way. I tried to stop. I gave it up. Da da da. So fuck it. I guess I got to go back to this. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love that scene when he walks into the room and he slaughters everyone in front of his son. And I was just, cause I'm sitting, there, I'm like, yeah, nah, that's that's I what do, I would do the same thing. Yeah, it's like, it's like, will you help me? Like, yeah. I wish we could have seen, um, because this movie is super flashback heavy. I wish they would have shown us the the flashback where. Shang Chi actually like killed the person. Mm-hmm. I would I would have liked to see the teenage Shang Chi like see <laughs> his first kill. No, because that was a very dark moment, and we're told it not shown. Yeah, in a movie that is flashback. This probably has the most flashbacks of any Marvel movie ever. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, it would have been cool to actually like see that happen. Mm-hmm. But um. Oh, do you think that um him and Aquafina will be love interest or because they they kind of end their. Relationship so. just being platonic friends, but it's kind of like hinted because they're holding hands and looking at each other. The mom is like, "When you get married, they're best friends." I and I like this platonic thing. Like, I think not, like why is every guy and girl like in a movie I, have to? I agree. Be with each other like Ron in real life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, no, not never. never, never. I mean, sorry, no, I mean Harry and Ron. Harry and Ron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so now nah, I, I like this platonic relationship thing. Mm-hmm. Why can't he just be like the sister, friend, best friend, whatever? Why can't who, who, you know, why, why can't she, she hit it? Like just want no. He, he can obviously, but okay. like I don't. She may not want it either. Nah, yeah. Yo, like I said, if grandma has anything to do with this, this marriage will be arranged. And you know what? And that's what I loved about the beginning when, like, like because you, you see that's customary for Asian cultures to get married, like for your parents or grandparents to really push that. Like mm-hmm. this movie, this movie was, this was a great movie. Oh, I just want to talk about this. The sister was dope, and I'm looking forward to her oh, being, yeah. being being the. You know what she reminded me of? She reminded me of Jury from Street Fighter. Yeah, she does with the with the bob cut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. Uh, Benedict Benedict Wong had nothing to do with being in this movie, but he was like, "Yo, y'all niggas is not making the first Asian movie, yeah. uh, superhero movie, oh, yeah, and not and not putting me in it." Right. That man wrote his own lines in the in the script. It's a fact. He put himself in that movie. He did because he didn't. He didn't have to be there at all. It's pointless. But he was like, not yet. Until until the, the, the post credits scene. It was also great at the end to like, all right, now at least we see him, like Shang Chi's officially introduced to the Marvel universe. But but that's how it call it felt. Uh, Samuel Jackson was mad when they made Black Panther. He wasn't in it. Was he really? Yeah, he was like, yo, they made the first black superhero Marvel movie, and I'm not in that shit. <laughs> I'll be tight. Yeah, I'll be tight too. I'll be hella tight. 
gonna put Everett Ross in there, bro. Where, that could have been my role. Where would you put him in, bro? He could be Everett Ross's character. Nah, he could. I the, like Mark. I like Mark. Yeah, because you know, you, Mark need, you need a white man in the movie. Not true. Not true. He's. Everett Ross is friends with T'Challa in the comics. I don't care about that. <laughs> like, and so is Nick Fury. Not like that. Could have been. I, I guess, man. And just one, one more thing to touch on before we uh, maybe get to the post credit scene. Um, yeah. Just the opening scene itself, like when they're him and his wife are fighting and they're like also falling in love at the same time. I thought that was really beautiful. And the scenery that 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 shot, that scene, really nice. So I, yeah. I also I like that. That was, that was very Ang Lee. Um, yeah, I like, Tiger, I, and Dreaded, I like right? that scene a lot, man. That was yeah. good. that that kind of turned me on to it. Like, oh shit! Because remember. And I say this before I say it again. You're I, going thought, I thought this movie was going to be trash. Capital T. I know it wasn't. I thought, well, I thought it was going to be cheeks. Well, you're a hater, son. I thought it was going to be cheeks. But I, I admit it when I'm wrong, though, right? Right or wrong? I'm admitting it. I guess. I'm wrong. I was wrong. I like the movie a lot. But as far as the post credit scenes were concerned, um, I thought the Benedict Wong appearance, Mark Ruffalo, all that good stuff, trying to explain the Ten Rings are. Uh, I feel like I know what the Ten Rings are. Can't really get into it until y'all watch Eternals. Mm. Um. But it, it, the answer is not... It hasn't been answered yet in the MCU, I will say. Yeah. I think I know what they are. Um, but, like, th- just that mystery itself, it's it's cool. I mean, it's something something more to look forward to. Yeah. Besides, like, the multiversal war that we're And, and I will say, because, you know, I'm not the biggest Captain Marvel fan. I liked Brie Larson in this tiny, you know, appearance mm-hmm. that she was. She was... She's more fun now. Like, yeah. she's... I think she's starting to, like... I think... I think she probably read the criticism about the first movie and... Like, she seems to be, like, a more, like, she's becoming a more fun character. Yeah. Even in that five-second clip, like, I, she just made, like, a, a, a minor, like, facial expression. And I was like, yeah, there you go. Just be fun. Yeah, just be fun. You don't even gotta be funny. Just be a little fun. Yeah, I'm gonna be so stiff. Yeah. Also, Bruce Banner was human yes. form. Yes, Uh, So, something's gotta explain that. She-Hulk, I'm sure, will explain that. Yeah. Because in She-Hulk, he's Professor Hulk. Yeah, so... Yeah. And he also stars the cast from Infinity War. When he yeah. Fought. So I guess his arm is fucked up for good. No, because and then she yeah, Hulk, yeah, yeah, he's he, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got Marvel got some explaining. They got, they got a lot of explaining. We watch y'all. Y'all not low, man. Yeah, we that's watch a fact. I watch these movies too many times and with a too keen of an eye to miss this shit. It's a big fact. So um, dope all around. Um, well, yeah, well, no, not necessarily dope, but like, what score do you give it out of ten? Oh, um, I will give this a. I'm gonna give it. A strong C plus, so I'd give it like a seven point eight, seven point nine. Okay. Because it's 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 a good movie. It's just I don't know if I'm gonna like. I'll definitely go back and rewatch it again. Um, but you know I'm not in a. It's it's in the it's in the mid mid tier of Marvel movies for me. Okay. Um, G, how about you? You know the eight. I agree, with G. I'm giving it an eight as well. Okay. I really like this movie. Um, I do want to say too, Eternals obviously came out after Spider Man. Would love maybe to at least revisit maybe re ranking the the our, our list. Oh yeah, we can do that. We yeah, definitely do that. I think after Spider Man would be a good time to do it. Yeah. Before the see the before the, the year ends. Anywho, y'all ready for the next movie? Yeah, let's get to it. Let's get oh. it. Uh Netflix's The Harder They Fall. Yes, sir. Uh directed by uh James Samuel and starring an amazing cast, by the way. Jonathan Majors, Idris Alba, Zazie Beats, Regina King, Delroy Lindo, one of the best honestly one of the best casts this year. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Lakeith Stanfield and uh Dion Cole. Yeah. Oh my god, I got it. Hold on, I got it. I didn't when I found out that was Dion Cole, yeah. I was because I'm like, yo, this nigga look familiar, but I'm like, <laughs> nah, he, he he don't do he don't do serious like this. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to it. He was good. He was he was great. Yes. Well, let's get into it. Uh, yeah. G, you watched this movie, correct? No. He didn't. 
He didn't watch the movie? Oh, shit. I thought he did. Yeah. Oh, Justice did. That's why I forget. Um, all right, so I guess I'll start off with this. Yeah, yeah, um, This is a great movie. I fell in love with this movie like in the trailers. I'm like, this trailer looks cool. I'm really, really, really in, turning into like a huge fan of Jonathan Majors. I think... You know, this year alone, I've watched um, The Last Man in San Francisco. I thought he was fantastic in um, as Kang. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, good in The Five Bloods, and now like he's also good in this movie. And uh, I'm 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 feeling Jonathan Majors, man. He's really good. He's one of the best black. I, I think him and Dan Kaluuya are probably my two favorite black actors right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just not even black actors, just actors in general. Like those guys, phenomenal. Anywho. Um, so yeah, this, well, I'm not great with the plot. Yeah, that's always your thing, man. Okay. I want you to do that first. Um, well, first let's just talk about the, you know, concept of this movie. Just taking a bunch of old, famous, black outlaws, cowboys, Mm -hmm. um. Real people. Real people. And putting them in a historical, fictional historical context, which Mm -hmm. I thought was a really cool idea because all it does is it makes people want to. Once you find out they're real, you want to go look these people up. I, I didn't know which it. is what I did. Yep, I was on the whole time I was watching this movie. I'm on Wikipedia, just like looking. Oh, who's who's not love? Oh, who's it? Yeah. So I thought that was a really really smart idea. Also, just making it fictional, so it's not that tied down to history. So mm-hmm. you don't have to go. Well, what the fuck? This person didn't die when the, the at this time and right. or they weren't really like this. So I just want to shout out the director and everyone involved because I thought that was a really cool creative decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the plot, it's a pretty standard, you know, uh, Western revenge plot. Uh, Idris Elba's character um, murders um, Rufus John, Buck. Rufus Buck murders the parents of Nat Love, and hmm. Nat Love wants revenge once he finds out that uh, Rufus Buck is being uh, broken out of prison or actually vindicated. Let free. Yeah, let free. And he just goes on a revenge mission. Uh, which is super dope mm-hmm. with uh, Delroy Lindo and Sazi Beats and his uh his crew. Yeah, it, it, it's it's basically crew versus crew. It's Nat Love's crew versus Rufus Buck's crew, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it's it was pretty dope. Even from like the opening, just the way the movie opens up is super western. So it's like, and mind you, n- neither crew are the good guys because like Nat Love isn't necessarily they're, yeah, they're a good out, guy, but yeah. but he's. He's, he's still killing people, bro. No, he is, but he's the bad guy that robs bad guys. Like he's 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 Omar Little from The Wire, right? Like right, he's right. like he'll never put, kill an innocent person, but mm. if you're a bad guy, he'll. But he's still yes, a criminal yeah. and a murderer. But um, no, yeah, yeah. So this is basically a standard revenge flick, and it's all the better for it. Like I'm glad that it's not you know the super complicated plot, and it's it's, it's very easy to follow, mm-hmm. and that's 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 what I enjoyed about it mostly. Um, it's. A beautiful film. I think it's actually very. It's very well shot. Yeah. Um, and it's great because you know that's the beauty. That's the beauty of westerns. It's like it doesn't take much. You just give me some landscape shots. Mm-hmm. Give me a nice shot of one town. Just go to Wyoming. Just go to Wyoming. Just yeah. They, they filmed this on Kanye's plat on Kanye's uh, <laughs> estate, right. probably. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed every single person in this movie. Um, I wish that um, Idris Elba got a little bit more to do just because I know how good he can be, especially mm-hmm. as a bad guy. Um, and I felt like, you, you know, you walked in, he looked tough, and then, you know, he killed someone, and that mm-hmm. was it. Yeah. He was he was the bad guy because the movie said he was the bad guy. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, whatchamacallit, I know you that's not your guy like that, but uh, Lakeith Stanfield, man. Hold, before you continue, man, I just want to say, I know I shit on Lakeith Stanfield a lot. He's good. He was great in this movie. He's man. good, man. He was really <laughs> good. good in this movie. I'm not gonna lie. I only get this guy's a piece of shit, and I can tell. <laughs> and I was waiting because you know I was waiting for the shoe to drop because I'm like, 
the whole time they talk about Lakeith Stanfield, they're like, you know, oh, he lives by this code. He lives. I'm like, that nigga don't got no fucking code. And they go, and that's the one thing about this movie, I will say. I could predict where it was going, like mm-hmm. almost beat for beat. Like there was times I was just like straight calling out what was going to happen. Just because, you know, this is, you know, a by the numbers Western movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it does have some things that make it authentic. Um, but it, it, it's if you've watched a Western before or if you've seen like any type of movie with outlaws and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know where this is going. I played Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. So I was like, I knew every single beat this movie was going to go, but I still enjoyed getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who, who, who's, um, I'm losing the, the kid, the kid that's the, that thinks he's the fastest gun. Uh, Jim Beckworth. Jim Beckworth. RJ Siler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed him. I knew he was a dead man. Oh yeah, yeah I knew yeah, yeah, yeah. the second he was challenging Lakeith Stanfield, I was like, oh, Lakeith. I was like, he's gonna shoot you the second you turn your head. He was like, this man is not honorable, mm-hmm. and he just murders him. And to the point, where I was like, I was ready for Lakeith to die because he he did that shit twice, yeah. and that pissed me off. Um, shout out to the other guy too, not Jim, not Jim, the other guy. Um, he's he's in that Love's crew, um, and he gets he gets killed by Lakeith as well. He gets killed by Lakeith too. Bill Pickett? Yeah, Bill Pickett. Okay. Uh, I like that guy. I like that actor. They did him dirty in X-Men First Class. Okay, uh, Eddie Gaethje. Yeah, they yeah. did him dirty in X-Men First Class. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fucked up how they did him. Killed yeah. the only black man. <laughs> That's a fact. And then they did it again here. Uh, but no, man, this this was this was good, man. This was, this was a really solid movie. Mm-hmm. I don't really have that many complaints about it other than I felt like the... 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 Side, which it felt like a side mission. The bank, so, like robbing the bank side mission. Yeah, it slowed the movie down. I think it was more of an excuse to like, let's just take it this was, whole it, town white and make it look cool. Oh, because you know what I thought it was. I thought like if you took that out, this would have been a pretty short movie. That too. I felt like because to me this this story could have been told in like ninety minutes, but you but they wanted it you know mm-hmm. to be longer and they added it because I was like, wait, you really gonna send them one? Because they get to they get to Idris Elba in the other town and they Relative all meet up quickly, real quick. I'm like. Because I was like, oh, shit, how long is this movie? And then I saw I had another hour left. I'm like, yeah. well, what the fuck else is going to happen? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that, that kind of like threw, that kind of like threw a, a wrench in the in the pacing a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, yeah, I don't really have... Oh, Regina King is fantastic. I know, know, man. Amazing. Her fight with Zazie Beats is fucking brutal. Um, I'm glad Zazie didn't die. I was, she was one I of, love Zazie, man. I love Zazie Beats, man. Um, shout out to Donald Glover for, I guess... I don't know if he did, but for discovering her, casting her, because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen her before this, and I've loved her in every single thing she's been in, yep. from this to Joker to fucking Atlanta. So Deadpool two, Deadpool two, yeah. Um, and it's always great to see my man Delroy, man, who is playing um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Baz Reeves. Baz Reeves, who we saw in Watchmen. Yes. So uh, that was that was super cool as well. Um, yeah, what, what about you? Um, again, like same thing with you, man. The the cast for this movie is amazing. Um, I don't know why my man. Uh, it just I've had to go old Hans Landa, my boy Jonathan Mange is like that. Man. Oh yeah, oh, excuse me, not Hans Landa. Um, uh, 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 oh, uh, Elder Rain. Yeah, Elder Rain. Yeah. Man, you gotta do that. Anyway, yeah, that was fucked up. That was, it was fucked up. Man. I hear characters do that. But uh, that was such a good fucking twist. I didn't see that twist. Coming. Oh, the, the the spoiler. Yeah, the spoiler. Yes. yes, yes. Uh, the fact that. They're brothers, yeah. and he killed, and he killed his father because he killed his mother, and he killed his mother because like how dare you try to find another life and be a better man after you ruined mine? Right. That was deep. <laughs> and then the reason he's like, oh, do you know why I left that mark on your head? He's like, for for you to for uh, me to remember you. He's like, no, 
so I know when you come for me. Mm-hmm. And that was that was so great because I know uh, well I don't know if G's there, but like that was such that felt like Afro Samurai, like okay. the fact like I'm getting like you know what they say about revenge if you're going out to make sure you dig, dig two holes or whatever like for you and the person because it's like it's that accepting the fear like yo I know I'm doing something evil I don't care and I know you're gonna come for me come get me when you're ready mm. so that 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 was dope too I like the soundtrack I like the I like I know you don't like an anachronistic music again um it wasn't completed my prior to the movie like it just always takes out the movie for this movie it, it worked it fits yeah. it worked it fit yeah so I was cool with it again like I was cool with Keith Stanfield it was great in this movie he probably was my favorite character in the movie yeah I love the train sequence well that was gonna say that was my favorite sequence in the movie as well and I just love the shot of Lakeith is talking to I think the uh, the kid with the shotgun and Lakeith pulls out his gun um, like the shot is straight at Lakeith and then every all everyone else pulls out their gun and it looks like a spider I don't like alright so I didn't see, oh I didn't notice that so like his he he has the gun pointed at the straight to the camera pretty much yeah and then all the other people pull out their gun at the same time yeah and it just looks like eight arms are coming out of like it, oh. it just looks sick to me okay and the shots in the trailer too but uh, it looked like a cool ass shot and then just like Lakeith Stanfield was just cool this movie, yeah he's, bro. he's like, cool yeah and I also found I thought it was funny. Um, it, was, it was very quick, but like you saw it, like when he had the uh, Cherokee inscribed into the bullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this, this, that's hilarious. And then he dies. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and I knew that was gonna happen. I yeah, like, I did too. Second he turned his head, he was like, I was like, boom. Not only that, like five seconds is a long time. He's like five. Then he's looking around, smiling. Yo, yeah, and then, but I'm. Four. But I love Lakeith's like, He's like, yo, why do they always count so slow? Yeah. <laughs> and then like. You hate Lakeith at that moment, but you kind of expect it. But then you, when he kills Bill Pickett, you're just like, yo, you're a piece of shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he points the gun in the back of Nat Love's head. Like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. That's not honorable. Uh, but I love that moment when um, Homegirl kills him. And she's like, uh, you ain't even that fast. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Oh, I also love, like, I, I don't know if this was scripted or just like she did it. But when Zazie Beats finally, well, uh, uh, defeats... Um, uh, Tr- Trudy Smith, yeah, just that that scream at the camera. Oh like, yeah, that was yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Well, um, James Samuel, he this felt very like if Spike Lee made a uh, a western. Yeah, this, yeah. This, 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 I did feel like a lot of like Spike Lee isms in there from like the music and, and and things like that. I'm like, if Spike Lee made a western, I feel like this is what it would be like. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like with um, you know, what I was thinking the whole time I was watching this movie, and it was it made me kind of sad. It's like. Chadwick Boseman would have loved to have been in this. You know, it's great too. Um, the, the train sequence, Bozeman, it says C.A. Bozeman on yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's great. Um, I, but I feel like had he not passed away, he would have definitely been in there. Probably. So, somewhere. I feel like he might have he might have played... Lakeith Stanfield's Luke. character. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like he might have played the lead. Not Love? Yeah. I like I, Jonathan Majors, man. No, no, I like him too, but I feel like he might have, they might have tapped him for this tapped him for could've, that role. They could have been. They yeah. could have been. Um, now this this was a dope film, but yeah, um, I love the music too. Shout I, out to Jay Z for producing this movie too, man. Yeah, 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 Mr. Carter. Yeah, good, good. Out of all the movies that I'm sure that you have the option of producing and putting your name behind, this this was a good one. Yeah, um, because this was James Samuel's directorial debut, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, his first movie. So this this was dope. Um, and I was, oh, and uh, production company Overbrook Entertainment. Shout out to Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this 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 was a good one, man. Um. Yo, Netflix is building up the repertoire for the black for the black films. I mean, like, I like this, uh, the five, the five bloods. bloods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they they got it right now. Um, 
And we might get a sequel. I don't know if I want a sequel necessarily. I don't think I want Don't give either. me a sequel if you're going to kill off these characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want a sequel if you're going to kill Zazie Beats in the next one. Or if you're going to kill Delroy Lindo in the next one. Like, have them go on their own separate... Or, unless you're going to give, you know, Regina King her own, like, solo film or something like that. Then you could do something like that. But I, I really thought this was, this was a dope film. Yeah, and I don't need a sequel. Just leave it the way it is. Yeah, so. I agree. So, I don't know. Plus, Jonathan Major's gonna be busy, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got all on his plate now. Playing a million different roles of uh, of Kang. So. Yeah. Um, but all right, let's get to the scores, man. Eight out. Of, I mean, excuse me. Um, out of ten. Uh, I'll give I'll give you know what I'll give this an eight out of ten. This is this this was a solid, really enjoyable movie. Um, and like I said, there's not too many like it, just because you know, with you know the black uh, a lot of the black historical figures being used, and you know, like I said, the the score, like this 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 does set the movie apart. But at the same time, you know, like, if you've watched Magnificent Seven or if any of those movies of old, like, you know where this movie's going. Like, mm-hmm. it's nothing new, but at the same time, it does feel unique. Yeah. So, shout out to them. And I give it an eight and a half, man. I really okay. like this movie a lot, so. All right, dope. Very, very good, nice, very nice. Um, all right, let's get into it. Last but not least, the yes, main, uh, our music selection of the week. Yeah. And probably one of the bigger releases of the year as far as I was concerned, anyway. I agree. Uh, Silk Sonic. An Evening with Silk Sonic finally came out. Finally. Uh, they said it was going to come out next year. They pushed it up to November 12th, or whatever Thank the date was. Thank God. Um, and I was happy to see it, man. Uh, G, can we start with you, sir? Yo, man, tell us what you thought of an evening with Silk Sonic. Of course, Silk Sonic being Anderson Pac and Bruno Mars. I tell you, Bootsy Collins really made this album. Bootsy Collins, baby! And do without Bootsy. Bootsy! Yeah, you know, me personally, I think we all know this. I love Anderson Pog. I'm not a big Bruno Mars fan. Um, on any other occasion, I would not be listening to Bruno Mars. But this was a, this was a great album. It was a little short. I'm not going to lie. But um, once, I want to say for me, I really, really, like, really started like liking the album once After Last Night came on. Once that song from After Last Night to Smoking Out the Window and to um, Put On a Smile, that whole three-track transition to me was, like, flawless. Like, that literally reminded me, like, listening to that, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, this could be, like, a modern-day um, Smokey Robinson album. Like, mm-hmm. that's literally what I got from it. And um, I, I this is something I didn't have high hopes for because, personally, I just don't... I'm not a person that really likes the likes mainstream pop, so like I like when I hear Bruno Mars, it kind of turns me off to listen to something. But I mean, Bruno Mars and you know Anderson Pac's chemistry is amazing. You know, Anderson Pac really has that. Um, I feel like his lyrics are more deeper, but Bruno Mars's um, voice and just the tones that he can hit just really elevates. Just, just honestly elevates the song. Um, I would honestly, I saw um, Ghostface had. Um, he had put out a tweet or whatever. Yeah, I saw that. Like, oh, yo, if, if I could get some remixes with Ghost on this, oh man, that would be something else. We at least two or three tracks, you know. They might do it. Um, yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure. I'm sure of, 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 of Anderson got anything to do with it. it oh, it is on aftermath. I'm fussing doing it. Um, but um, yeah, man. Uh, other than that, I want to say um, it, it was cool. I don't. I really don't see myself playing this over and over and over again, to be honest with you. But um, it was a cool album. I, I think, me personally, I, I, I think it was more overhyped than anything else, me personally. But um, it, it was cool. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, 
I guess I'll go with this one. Um, with nine tracks, we already heard three of them. One's an intro, so we're really only listening to like five new songs. I agree with G. I wish this album was a little bit longer. Um, I like this album. Do not get me wrong. Like I definitely like um, Put On A Smile. I like Blast Off a lot. Skate is actually pretty good, and obviously the other two leave the door open, and um, Smoking Out The Window are great songs. But uh, I just was expecting more, man. Like, it's just like, this album is just missing. Maybe it's one song, maybe it's two songs, but like, I just was, I wanted a little bit more. Like, th these are one of, two of my favorite artists right now, Anderson Pac and Bruno Mars, like, I've, I think I've said this before, but like, he's the closest thing to, we have to like, a Michael Jackson as far as like, live performance are concerned. Um, so I, I just expected a little bit more, man. It's like, yo, if, if Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder had made an album back in the day, like, you yes. would have thought that shit would have been amazing. Mm -hmm. And the one song they made was Subbar. Yeah. Um, so I just was expecting a little bit more from this album, but like I said, like this album is still pretty cool. Um, it's like a seventies album. Yeah, and well, I like yeah. it. It, it. It's funky. Uh, you know, Anderson. I mean, although I do think Bruno Mars is a better vocalist, like Anderson Park, his voice is just like. Well, I, I I don't know you. I don't know if you guys will agree with me or not. I for the most, I feel like this was more of a showcase of Anderson Park's talent than. Bruno yeah, Mars. I feel the same way too. I think so too. His, his, his lyrics. He's he's, he's on the he's on the he's doing the verses. Yeah. Like Bruno Bruno was kind of doing backup vocals a lot. Exactly. Facts. That's exactly yeah. how I felt. And when it was time for like to, and when, when it was time like for the record to like hit a like a really high note and do that like singing singing that's what Bruno was there to do. That's when Bruno came kicked in did yeah. my thing. That like even like after last night like. That was all Anderson. Yeah, because that Fly Is Me track is just an innocent pop song. Yeah, yeah. from like front to back. Yeah, yeah. But I'm oh, for No, go ahead, man. And you, oh, and you know what? Honestly, I'm sorry, Coach Over. That's probably why I liked it more than I thought it would, because I thought it would probably be more Bruno Mars being the front line and Anderson kind of coming in, you know, as a rapper would, you know, verse here, verse there. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, um. I love this album. I mean, at, at nine tracks, it's kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't, because the more tracks you put on there, the more you kind of risk having a flop and kind of tarnishing it. It's like you, like I, I think of like some of the greatest albums got nine tracks, like nine ten tracks. You look at Illmatic, you look at Thriller, you look at Thriller. Um, you fucking speaking of Michael Jackson, Bad would have almost been a perfect album had it not had the extra Stevie Wonder track on Just there. Just Yeah. <laughs> like, had you took that record off and kept the album at nine tracks, that's a fact. it would have been on Thriller's level, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I can't really be, I can complain about more music, but then I feel like I'd be complaining about like, oh, just, I didn't like this one song or whatever. Like, Trim the fat a little bit. Yeah, like, I, I, I feel like, you know what, that was a methodical move by them. I feel like they probably looked at all the music they had and was like, not nah, nine is these are the nine best possible songs we have. Mm -hmm. Anything else is just yeah. not even good enough to even touch. Because you know what it is? It's not that the other songs wouldn't have been good. It's just like the songs probably wouldn't have been as good as these songs. Because mm -hmm. to me, like each song on here sounds just as good as the last. Like I can't even like I can have a, I can pick a favorite, but I can't objectively say like uh, blast off is like better than skate. Or better than leave the door open. Like I can't say like one's a better song than the other. Like I kind of like them all equally. Um, and you know what? Thirty-one minutes, whatever. <laughs> like it's too quick. It it, it 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 was very quick. And the, and the problem with that is not to cut you off, but no, like no. 
two of these songs already had been out for I like, six months, bro. Like, yeah, or whatever the number. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, um, what's the first one? Leave, not leave the door open. What's the first one that came out? Sorry, leave the door open. Yeah, leave the, like that's been out for like nine year. months or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah a year. year. It's been mad long, bro. Yeah. Well, they performed it in the Grammys last year. Yeah, yeah. So very long time. Um. Skate is relatively new. I'll leave that alone. But the other one, um, smoking out the window, smoking out the window, came out two days ago. They didn't. Yeah. Even, they didn't even need to release that in my opinion. They, 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 they shouldn't have. Yeah, they should. Like that's my. I guess the not that has nothing to do with the album, but the marketing for this album was kind of weird. It man. was weird because, like you said, it was all of a sudden it was like this movie's not. I mean, movie. This this album's not coming out until next year. Oh, psych! It's coming out in two weeks. Right. Uh. Then also, yeah, you know, there could have been a lot of build up, a better build up to tour yeah. this album, definitely. And I hope we get a tour, by the way, because uh, oh, would, they have. I, they I have, would love to go to. A they tour. have to. I feel like they I would love to. that. I, I, yo, if they came, bro, I'm going to, to that tour. Yeah, bro. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that that has to happen. Um, and you you know what? Also, like, and that's what I was. If it's gonna be these nine tracks plus a tour plus a Bruno Mars solo album in six months, I hope so. And an Anderson Pocket album in six months to a year, mm-hmm. then I'm not mad at this. If this is nine tracks and I don't hear from Bruno Mars, because I know Anderson Park is gonna Anderson Park puts out music, mm-hmm. and we don't hear from we don't hear from Bruno Mars for another four years, because Twenty Four Karat Magic was six years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Is it? Nah, it came out twenty sixteen. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, basically you're right. Yeah, yeah. it came out a long time ago. That's yeah. my point. Um, I'm gonna feel some type of way, but like if you're gonna give me nine tracks and give me all those other things, then I'm cool. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I can't really complain because like I, I loved every song on the album. It was dope. I was very sad that it was over, but you know what? That's that's the makings of a good album. Like you're mad when it's over. Like mm-hmm. fuck, I wanted another one. Yeah. And just like I said, um, just the fact of like that these guys, you know, they have a band and they get in there and they just jam, and it allows the music to just elevate and keep building and building it to like a climax. Like that's music we don't really get that much anymore at all. So like it's just so refreshing to hear it because like you know everything now is like you know beats loop. Like it goes over and over and over, and that's why I re- really liked about the about the Tyler album was that you know it continuously built, build and built and build up. Um, so it, it was dope to see that they did that. Um, and I want more type of this, and I want more of this music from both of them on whatever projects that they do in the future, whatever, because they do it so well. Like Bruno Mars is a perfect emulator of just like he can do a little Richard, he can do nineties, he can do he can do anything, and the same thing can be said for um, Innocent Pac. So. Yeah, um, this this got me more excited to like what these guys put out next, and I'm just glad that Anderson Park did this with a big star like Bruno Mars because Anderson Park's stock has risen now because mm-hmm. he was he lived in the world of you know R and B. I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as calling like mid tier, but I, I wouldn't call him a superstar. He goes on tour with Bruno Mars, he could be a superstar after this. Like he go like you think so? Yeah. Okay. He's he's he's, he's shared, talented enough for sure. Yeah, he sh- he shares a Grammy stage, and if this wins like album of the year, which uh, it could, it could, it could. Um, I don't see why not. So, that, I love that. Yeah. Is Adele's album coming out this year? Oh yeah. So that's oh, probably that's, yeah, that's gonna win. Is, yeah, that's gonna. Is, win. is that gonna be counted this late in the year though? Oh no, these both would be competing in twenty twenty three because it's okay. past the deadline. That's weird, man. Yeah. So they, they they'll have a lot of competition, but um, especially Rihanna drops or Taylor Swift something like that. Yeah, Donda, Donda. Oh, and we got a Donda, Donda. Deluxe baby. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about it either. I don't care. D D D D. Don't care. I don't care. 
Did, did, did y'all see the Kanye interview? Yeah. We can. That was a fan. That quick. was a fantastic interview. Well, the, the drink champs? Yeah. yeah. We, we didn't speak about it? Fantastic. No, yeah. It was last week and we didn't record. I thought we... Oh, you're right. Yeah, we didn't talk about Oh. You want to talk about that? G? This whole I mean, news yeah, I, I, I just said it was a fantastic interview. Yo, Kanye, that's my guy, yo. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. I don't care. I don't, I don't really, care either. I don't really care about Kanye West anymore. Sorry. I like, like I, I care. I care about. I care about it for the music he did. Like, and don't get me wrong. Everything I I'll always listen to Kanye West just because it's entertaining. It into like what did what did uh, Denzel say in the beginning of Training Day? It's ninety five percent bullshit, mm-hmm. but it entertains me. Yeah, Kanye entertains me with his bullshit. <laughs> but as far as me like being invested, I don't. I'm not. But you, you know, no, I totally get that too because now he's on the other side. And you know why I like it so much? Because I got to, like, understand him as a person and as a kid, like, growing up and just the things that he said. Like, one thing that really pointed out to me was the fact that he said this. He said when he had moved to Chicago, right? Why did he move to Chicago? Because his mom got a better job. Why did his mom get a better job? Because she had to make money, right? So because of uh, entity, entity being the University of Chicago, Chicago State University, I'm sorry, you know, offering this job to his mom over, you know, monetary value, she decided to make that choice and separate it from his dad. So now he's growing up doing things, being, having an innovative mind just like his dad has, but he's not really too sure why this is. Like, just just, just that whole disconnect. Also, I mean, I, you know, I was just like, okay, that's why he, he is the way he is, you know. This is why you know he did the music thing, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I, I say to myself, you know, Kanye's music is definitely not the same, you know, it is what it is, but also he's living out his dream, like he always wanted to be a designer. My man is worth nine billion dollars. I think that's tough, bro, and to just be able to design whatever he designs and whatever he drops, like people eat it up, like. Oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not hating about no stretch of imagination. Now, you, you, you're fast, you're fast, but it also too, like you know, it, it, it was just cool just to hear from him and you know. His perspective on things, and you know him, you know hearing that. Okay, him and Jay, like we know him and Jay have a have a, a relationship, but you know they're they're talking like that. That's fucking fantastic. Like, yeah. So um, I, I I I thought it was you know there's so much we we can make a whole episode out of that honestly, but I, I thought that was amazing. Don't get me wrong, he did say something about weirdest things, and I'm not gonna say that, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a but, but you know what? It's, 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 it's crazy. And even a point to, to, to the, the whole point that everybody talking about the Big Shaw thing and the John Legend thing. I'm just like, one, me personally, like, 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 like say this, right? If Ralph was, was running for president, I'm not voting for Ralph. But I'm not going to go on media and slander Ralph and be like, yo, this thing is not fit. I'm going to just tell him, like, yo, bro, nah, you, you don't got my vote, bro. Big Sean didn't do that, though. Fucked up, man. Big, 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 big Sean did. He, he, he did say something out publicly about, about, about Kanye when he was running for president. Ah, uh, you gonna have to find out for me. Please. I don't remember that. I don't. I really don't. That's why I was. He did. It was. It was in an article. I remember that he did. Him and John Legend. John Legend was more vocal about it. But him and I can believe John Legend. I can't believe Big Sean. Cause Big Sean don't say shit about nobody. But I if I usually don't. But, but no, but like, if, Kanye not gonna do that for no reason. But 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 also the whole part of him seeing him like last week. That that's what I mean because. If I felt a certain type of way about a situation, I'm gonna come down and be like, "Yo, bro." Like, That's a fact. You know, so that that I don't that that I discourage. But um, you know, it's always two sides to a story, so you know, we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens. But it, it was cool seeing my man, you know, seeing my man get lit. 
<laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, so, uh, what do, what do y'all rank the Silk Sonic? Oh, that's tough for me, man. Um, damn. I'm All right, I'm gonna give it a number now, but I, I want to hold. I want to be able to uh, change my answer at some point. Go ahead. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. <laughs> okay. Seven and a half. Because I expected more. I expected oh, yeah. more. Okay. It's that's still a good rating. It's a good. It's it's good. Bad. No, it's not. It's not, not bad. bad. It's, it's average. No, so it's above good. Average. It's above average. You think it's an average album? Because I expected more. That's that's my. But I did say I have the right to. Oh, you, re- you, 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 you expected more songs? No, just like better songs. I don't know. Huh? Okay. What was what was wrong? <laughs> I I I don't know, bro. You couldn't, you couldn't relate. You couldn't relate to it as well as you thought you could. All right, all right. We'll get to that in a second. G, what's your score? Honestly, I'm just, I gotta give it at least an eight. I don't like scoring things after one listen, but I'm gonna give it at least an eight because it honestly reminded me like I was listening to a 1985 Smokey Robinson album. Like I literally got that vibe from it, and like that's so hard to replicate, especially nowadays. You know, but like I said, and me personally, I don't care for Bruno Mars, but this was like, yo, okay, I could, I could do this, and I love Anderson Pop and. Like Kai said, you know, I feel like this at this moment, this moment is definitely gonna prepare propel the trajectory of Innocent Pops upward and it's just it's nothing but up from here. Very true. You know what I mean? No, like, this, it, isn't, oh, and this, is, this isn't my favorite Innocent Pops album. I knew that. No. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this like a 9.5 damn near teeter on a 10, man. Wow, okay. Yeah, I, like I, listen, I, listen, I listen to it in the headphones. I listen to it in, uh, in the car. Um, sounds it just sonically it just sounds great mm-hmm. and like i said you know like just getting the band in there and just playing and allowing the music to just you know progress organically just is always going to sound and both of these guys are really good vocalists um you know just bruno mars there's no limits to what he can do vocally um and anderson pock just has this this one area where he plays around and and, and he and he knows it he he's played around in it long enough that he's really good at it and he and both of them are just playing to their strengths. They have great chemistry together. And like I said, no one song is better than the other. It's just one really good organic listening experience. So I really enjoyed it. It's probably my favorite album next to the Tyler this year that I've listened to. Mm. So okay. definitely. Very nice. Oh, well, with that being said, guys. Great job on that main topic, man. Yes, sir. That was interesting. 9.5. I, I, Listen, I said seven and a half, but like I'm just reserving the right to change my score yeah. because I need more listens. But you know what? I, I kind of uh, it it definitely reminded me a lot of Twenty Four Karat Magic. You know, that was also a very short out, like nine track album, borrowing from a specific time period with the music, but it was all like really, really just good, solid songs. Right. So, and I and I would hold and I would hold that album up to that to that mm-hmm. standard too. So, yeah. All right. Fair enough. There. All right, G. Yo, man, you tell me, bro. Put us on to something good this week, man. Uh, I was um, I was crate digging, you know. I was on my uh, my audio archaeology. I like to call it. Mm. Audio so, archives. You like that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I might, I might steal that. No, I don't do that. I'm the audio archaeologist for the podcast. Don't do that. Don't nice. do that. Like, like, I got one thing. You're going to take it away from me. Like It is what it is. Like, you... Um, Oh man, you you just like Christopher Columbus, bro. That's a fact. I'm I'm the predator. They should put you. They should put you on that 
dumbass Predator movie. But nah, but I, I'm gonna take it back. Oh uh, man, I'm gonna listen. I've never completely listened to this, and I guess because I was a little younger too. But um, I'm gonna take it back to Demon Days by Gorillas. Um, I don't know what. No, no, there was something that that um, I was listening to Lupe Fiasco, and Lupe has an old mixtape. Um, the, the Fahrenheit first and fifteen series, and then the final part, part three, he does um covers of um Gorilla songs. So um, that was the first time I was ever introduced to the Gorillas, and I've always listened to listen through through the um, Lupe song. So I was like, you know what? Let me just actually listen to this album. And yo, um, it's it's an alternative album. I'm sure everybody knows. If you don't know who the Gorillas are, you're either probably like five years old or you've just been living under a rock your whole life. Honestly. Um. But the, man, this album was amazing. Just listening to it and just it just literally took me back to my childhood of just like hearing these songs over and over on television shows, commercials, even movies. You know, from Kids with Guns, Dirty Harry, with um, I didn't even know De La Soul was even on that song until I listened to it. Feel Good Company, um, you know, I'm sorry, Feel Good Incorporated, like um, Demon Days, um, White Alone, like all. All of these songs are just amazing. It's literally like you just. Or I feel like what it is is just like every. It's like it's like a tour of, of the galaxy. Like every song is just a different planet. It's just a different feeling. And um, I, I think that's what um, when I look for alternative music, I think that's the kind of feeling I want. I wanted to just to have something that just takes me to a different zone. Like if I'm um, if I'm driving or if I'm like cooking or something like that, just it just it just plays and it just makes me think or just reminds me of something else. And um, this was this was a really dope album. It's um it's what it's fifteen tracks, but it's only fifty one minutes long, so it's it's not too bad. And it's like to me, there was no point where I felt like I needed to skip this or this was getting annoying. Because usually with alternative music, I sometimes do get annoyed by like songs or skits that are literally too long. But um, this was perfect, and I honestly see why like the gorillas were so big. And um, I'm actually taking the time out to actually go back and look at their music videos because I know that was also a big thing too, and especially like. My memories of just like watching TRL and just seeing um, the videos over and over and over again. But um, you know, if you have any time, if you're looking for something different, for something new, you know, go back, go back in that time capsule. You know, you got on um, Apple Music, Spotify, do what you got to do, get it how you need to get it. Check out Demon Days by the Gorillas. Dope. Very nice. I like it. I like it. Um, all right, so I'm gonna talk spoiler free uh, about a movie I just recently watched, which I spoke about earlier. Eternals, mm-hmm. Marvel's Eternals, um, starring Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Kumail Nanjani, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, Kit Harrington, Salma Hayek, and of course Angelina Jolie. Um, so yeah, this movie's about uh, gods, pretty much uh, gods that have been on Earth since the beginning of time, like Mesopotamia type time, and just been pretty much watching over Earth. Um, this movie is not as bad as everyone is thinking. Like it's claiming it to be. I think Rotten Tomatoes score gave it gave it like a forty seven. And granted, Rotten Tomatoes isn't like critics based. It's more of uh, audience based. But still, like it doesn't deserve to be a forty seven at all. Um, it's a good movie. It's long. I will say that it's about two and a half hours long, which I think is entirely too long for an origin story. <laughs> and and I will say this: this movie, if you're looking for action packed. Uh, type of thing. It's not. This is a dialogue-heavy Marvel movie. Now, for me, personally, I don't have problems with dialogue-heavy movies. Um, it's a lot of dialogue, a lot of exposition. Obviously, it's an origin story. Um, 
not as many landscape shots as I was joking around as it, as if it would be because it's <laughs> Chloe Zhao. Uh, still beautiful shots though. Um, it is a very nice movie to look at. It's a pretty movie to look at. Um, the acting performances are good. Richard Madden does a great job. Brian Tyree Henry as fa- uh, Fastos does a great job. Angelina Jolie, which is was really nice to see her in a movie again, because mm. uh, I haven't I haven't watched one of her movies in a min as far as like a brand a, a brand new movie. She's got one on Netflix, I think. Uh, no, on HBO. The, the Firefighter movie, right? Yeah. Like, oh no, that was a great movie. Those who wish us dead. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But I'm just saying, like, it's just nice to have Angelina Jolie back, like in the the stratosphere of, yeah. of like movies and stuff like that. Um, Gemma Chan, who I really liked in this movie, and just like, and uh, the the guy who played Druig as well also was was really really good. Um, I liked it, man, and I, I just like also like the Eternals as far as like it kind of touched on every single ethnicity, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kumail Nanjani uh did a fantastic job. Like he was like comic relief, really good. And um, as far as the plot is concerned, like. I'm not gonna lie, man. This doesn't really feel like a Marvel movie. They barely reference Marvel movies that much. They might actually reference DC as maybe more than the I Marvel heard about movies, that, which is really awkward and like kind of weird to like listen to. Um, I don't know where Marvel's going with that. That's, I find that to be very interesting. I don't think Marvel ever does anything like unintentionally. So yeah. I thought that was interesting. Well, I think it's kind of it's kind of weird because like. In the Marvel Universe, DC exists mm-hmm. as comic books. Like, that's Correct. their comic books. Yes. And it would be kind of funny if in the DC Universe, Marvel exists as comic books. Which would be cool. And they're respected, yeah. Like, it, maybe this is super early, but maybe we might see some type of crossover at some point. Before we, I think before we die. I think so. Before it's all said and done, like in 2035 or 45, yeah. I really think Kevin Feige is like maybe laying the foundation for that. Because... Yeah. Prior to this movie, I had never, ever, ever seen Marvel reference uh, uh, I, DC before. They didn't... I mean, it wasn't an MCU movie, but in uh, Spider-Man. Doesn't count. Doesn't she, count. She says, you're not Superman, you know. Right, 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 right. But no, yeah, okay, that's the, the original Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking, about, yeah, 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 I'm talking about the MCU. Um, but yeah, but with, with that being said, I feel like this movie did miss out on a couple opportunities. Um, I don't... I don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil anything, but like... There's, th- there's events in the MCU they could have referenced. The-, the Eternals have been around since the beginning of time. Literally, like, the cradle of civilization. And, you know, obviously the MCU didn't really pick up until about the 1940s, 1950s. There's things, there's events that could have, Eternals could have, that could have, um, they, they, they could have affected them. And this movie just never got to touch on it. Mind this movie's two and a half hours. Like, you had the fucking time to touch on these things um but overall um there is a plot twist at the end of the movie which i found to be interesting i was disappointed in it but only because it bummed me out because i really i really like this character and i was like fuck like why did this person do that but uh overall that's all i'm gonna say about this movie but i did like it i did enjoy it i i am too also going to give this a seven and a half out of ten um i don't know where i would put this in my rankings list as far as uh, the MCU is concerned. It's probably on my lower tier, but it's not because it's a bad movie. It's just different. Yeah. Um, and again, it's, it's not action-packed. This might not be something you want to watch. If it's on like TV, you might want to skip it, especially if Civil War is on the other channel, which they do a lot. Fucking TNT will have uh, Civil War, <laughs> and then TBS will have like Ant-Man or, 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 uh, or Winter Soldier. It's At like, the same time? It's so strange, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this might not be the movie you want to watch if you're uh, in a... Uh, 
Marvel a, watching a movie. Marvel watch. It's not really a Marvel movie. It's very different. Honestly, if you took away the Marvels part, just named it Eternals. That's how I felt about Shane Chi. It'd be yeah, it'd be a sci-fi movie. It's just it's just very different. And um, I hope they, I hope we get a sequel. I don't know if we will, but I hope we do. Mm. And uh, we'll see what happens with that because this there's there's definitely places this this franchise can go. For sure. Um, but yeah, that's all I gotta say, man. Uh, definitely watch it. Listen, if you're an MCU fan, watch the movie. Don't fucking be lazy. Support the movie in the movie theaters. Disney Plus, baby! Jesus Christ. I'll see you, got, you in two months. You guys suck, man. But nah, man. Marvel's Eternals, man. Give it a give it a chance, man. And I, but all I say is to say, don't listen to the Rotten Tomatoes score. It's not as bad as everyone thinks it is. Please, yeah, I, I, I was never Watch the movie. Watch the movie. Give it a shot. Dope. Alright, uh, yeah, I'll keep this quick. Um, Amazon Prime, uh, A Kid Named Scott. It's basically a Kid Cudi documentary. Sums up his life. Um, even if you're not a fan of Kid Cudi or the biggest fan of Kid Cudi, I would still recommend this documentary just because you're probably a fan of some of the people that are in it. Um, Kanye West is in it. Um, Pharrell is in it. Uh, Jaden Smith, Willow Smith are, are in it. Uh, Shia LaBeouf actually plays a large part um, in the documentary. The one person I was surprised that was not in it which shocked me, was uh, Pete Davidson. He was absent. I'm sure he, there was scheduling conflicts. Timothy Chalamet's in it. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, it, it really gets into the life of Kid Cudi. It tells the entire story from, you know, his come up, um, losing his pops to, you know, living in Brooklyn and, you know, getting into music and the, the, the success of Day and Night and, you know, how things really took off for him and, you know, to his, you know, mental struggles and, you know, him being very introverted and being always striving to, you know, do something new and different with his music and that not always being uh, received the best by, you know, critics and fans alike to, you know, just the pressure of, you know, kind of being one of the first artists to kind of make, you know, their mental health struggles you know, very, you know, unapologetically clear in his music, you know, a lot of you, and you'll hear it from a lot of people, because a lot of people will say it, like, you know, Kid Cudi saved my life, Kid Cudi, you saved my life, the, uh, you know, I was going through something, and Kid Cudi's music got me through it, like, he's a, he's a very important person to a lot of people, um, and that was a lot of pressure for him, um, and it's, this is just, this is just a really good documentary, because it's, it's kind of haunting because, you know, it feels like one of those documentaries that they make about someone, like, after they die, tragically. But Kid Cudi is still here, and he's obviously, like, in it. Um, so I'm glad that they actually, like, did, did it. Um, and, and it's just good to know that, you know, Kid Cudi is at a point, in a place in his life where, you know, it, it seems like he's at peace, and he's at, he's, you know, happy and healthy, and he's, you know, making... He's where he wants to be creatively because, you know, he, he he has, you know, been tortured in the past. And, gee, I know you could probably speak to it, like, because you listen to a lot more kick-cutting kick music than me. Um, but, you know, he, he really gets into it all. He gets into his thought process with every single album from The First Man on the Moon up until, um, what was the one, Pain, Passion, and Demon Slaying? The one before yeah. uh, this last Man on the Moon project? Um, yeah. So, it, it, it's, it's, it's a really... Dope documentary. It's only ninety minutes. It's real quick. And like I said, a couple of you, a couple of your favorite people in it. Like I said, I didn't know that um, him and Shia LaBeouf had such a you know close friendship. I was shocked when Shia. Yeah, I was like, crazy. what is Shia LaBeouf doing in this in this uh, <laughs> documentary? They they were That's boys, um, and they've they've actually had an on and off friendship. They're, it's uh, Shia LaBeouf tells a story about how um, 
he went to Kid Cudi's house and, to play him some music, and he was like, yo, what do you think of this, Shia? And Shia was like, yo, this this is just not it. I'm sorry. And he's like, fuck, <laughs> he said, fuck you, and kicked him out the house and didn't speak to him. Really? Like, for months. Like, they stopped being, like, he stopped being friends mm-hmm. uh, with him. And, it, and I you know, I just think it really humanizes Cuddy. Because, you know, the thing with, you know, celebrities, you know, celebrities, you, you look at them and, you know, you think, like, oh, they don't have any money. They're supposed to, like, not have, why do they have all these problems? And problems follow you, especially when you don't come from money. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, he's, and he said, he was like, yo, it felt like overnight for him. He's like, he put out day and night. It, it was playing on the radio, but he was still broke. But then he was working on, he was writing on, for Kanye and being on Jay-Z's Blueprint 3 all before he had, and he was, in Brook, he was working at the Bape store last week, and he's still working at the Bape store. So it's like it's it's weird for him, and like he walking around, and like people know your songs, but they don't know you. Yeah. So and he's like he, his first performance was like in Europe in front of like ten white kids, like in Amsterdam or something. And he's like he's performing Pursuit of Happiness, and like they're just vibing with the energy. They don't know the song, but they're just like, oh, we like this guy's energy. Mm-hmm. And then fucking, um, what's his name? Steve Aoki comes out with the, the party the party version of Pursuit of Happiness and Kid Cudi's like, uh, this is like a song about like drinking and driving and like wanting to kill myself and yeah. kids are partying to it. Like, this is weird for me. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's, it's, it's a really interesting documentary. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, like I said. Highly recommend. Check it out. A Kid Named Scott. And, honestly, it makes me want to go listen to those Kid Cudi albums that I didn't listen to. Just to, like, because now that I have, like, more of an insight on them. So, dope. Real dope. And and you, you know what's great just about that? Like, everything that you summed up, and you, will, you will hear it in the music. That's what I, that's, that's yeah. why yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. fucks with me. It's just so transparent. Yeah. Um. So, definitely check that out. And shout-outs to, shout to Cudi. Shout-outs to everybody that was involved. Because it's, it's, it's a really deep project like i didn't realize like so many people were going to be involved in it so like once once kanye jumped was on the was speaking was i was like oh shit yeah no oh, this shit got legs and yeah, I, that, that, he, he got a showing of it too yeah uh and for all for all the first person to show up on it i might have to watch this man i like some of the people he was naming so yeah yeah it's cool nice nice like i said the only person i was missing was pete i was i was like all right pete davis about to come over here i was like oh my god yeah, i'm i don't need pete davis i like pete davis man it's my guy i don't care about pete davis. <laughs> could do without him oh man Come on, don't do that. What? Just on, on documentary. I want I want I want to hear what Peace Davidson had to say about that bill. That's a fact. <laughs> Love that story. Um. Oh, well, honestly, guys, solid job today on the episode, man. I know. I, was, I enjoyed this one. Yeah, this was a good one. This was, nah, this this was, was a good one. one. This was a good one. Uh, you guys are welcome. You guys are welcome. I had to carry you. Out, didn't, but you didn't do shit. I carried you guys. You didn't, wait, it, it, it you didn't say one profound thing as a, well, at all. You made it possible. You gave Silk Sonic a 7.5. Fuck you. Alright, that's yeah, fine. That, yo, real talk. Yo, T.T. Yo, that's just Come on. Because I had higher expectations, y'all are mad. Nah, 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 crazy. That's not crazy. I had higher expectations for the album. You squandered the spot. Yo, Bootsy is not smiling down. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about Bootsy Collins. Wow. I'm lying. I'm lying. I like me some Bootsy Collins. Bootsy! My boy. You're not going to do the thing? What? The... <laughs> I can't say Boosie and not do that. Um, <laughs> uh, Bootsy. <laughs> Yo, before we get out of here, is there anything you guys want to say to the people? I, I wish we had more time. I did want to get into the Travis Scott thing, so uh, but I, we could save that for off wax. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we, we could have started with that. God yeah, uh, so I guess I'll just say, you know, rest in peace to um, any, anyone that lost their life during that tragedy. And. Um, 
I, I wish for a speedy recovery to all those that were injured. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's the I, I won't say anything more because I'll say. You know, also, one thing about that too, you know, when you do go to events out there, you know, just, just be mindful. You know, everybody is going in to enjoy it, to have a great time. So it's it's not about like because when you go to a festival, pushing and shoving, you know, not everybody is everybody's just there to have a simple, great, good time. So just keep that in. A, just keep that you know, in mind. Yeah. Everybody wants to go to the spot and get back home safely. That's bad. That's most people's goal. I'll leave it at that. That's most people's goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and on that note, the streetlights just came on. Now, once again, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't get for rate subscribe to us. If you like, leave us some feedback, ask questions, or just say what's up. Email us at stupkidspod at gmail dot com. Now, I'm Ralphie. I'm Kai. It is Edward Scissorhands. Wow. And this and <laughs> he's got the scissors. I, know, I, see. I fuck with it. And we'll see you on the stoop. Next week, peace.